Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome to the show. Welcome to your show. Welcome to the Smack Attack. It is uh, Saturday, 11-11. Shout out to the 11-11 boys. What up to the Wednesday locker room? But also, more importantly, shout out to any veterans. Uh, uh, If you are listening outside of the United States, this is um, Veterans Day, the day we celebrate uh, those who have served our country and uh, done so by giving a great sacrifice by serving. Uh, So because our United States military always sweeps the leg, as the song says, uh, but also, uh, we just want to say thank you for your service, uh, because without you, we would not be able to have the freedoms that we have today. And so, uh, thank you for uh, for your service. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for uh, whether you spent this supplementary four years or you went career or however you did it and served in whatever branch uh, that you served. Uh if you are Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, or Space Force, well, I guess everybody who's in Space Force isn't a veteran yet because that just started. So, um, but with that said, thank you for your service. Uh, know that you are valued. And know that you are honored, especially in this household. Um, uh, I was fortunate enough to have two grandparents who served in World War II. Uh, one was a Marine. One was Army Air Corps, T-51 pilot. Uh, and then I had a cousin who just re- retired last year as a colonel in the Marines, who was super cool. He got to be the XO uh, for the Okinawa base in Japan and uh, that area in Asia. And then also after that, um, he was the commander for the Kanahoe base in uh, Hawaii. So uh, he was he was he was a good he is not was he still is a good dude. <laughs> so uh, since he's retired, but. Thank you and shout out to all of our veterans. Uh, because of you, we have things like podcasts where we can go and voice our opinions on whether we think uh, things are stupid or not uh, in wrestling and talk about wrestling and other things. And uh, we can openly say that we don't like Saudi Arabia because we think that they're trying to uh, wash away their crimes with all kinds of money. Um, and we can do that without repercussions of someone banging down our door and saying, you're going to jail. So um, thank you. Um, and uh, oh, wow. Uh, Medium Five says uh, he had flowers sent to his uncle's grave uh, in New York. He was a brigadier general out of Fort Hamilton in New York and uh, Brooklyn. Uh, and Scott Woodford says, it's Saturday? Yes, it is Saturday, Scott. Uh, I don't know how your weekend or week is going, uh, but uh, obviously not that great. Uh, if if uh, <laughs> you're wondering if it's Saturday. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, I'm vamping a little bit, hoping Jimmy will show up. It shows that his light is on uh, for Messenger, but nobody's home. And I know I sit in the link, so I don't know. Uh, see, look, when Jamie's not here, I don't remember to do the loop thingy because, you know, I forget in the music, you know, anyway. But uh, good morning, everyone. Hope you are doing well. Arzol, Jerome, shout out to Medium 5. Lab Rat for being here this morning. Uh, Dark Side Caster, Chris Winland, thank you guys for being here this morning. Uh, appreciate it. Um, look, I got it. Uh, medium five. I know how it. Um, uh, yes. 
Jimmy, we don't. Can, Jimmy messaged me and says he's having camera issues. Um, here, how about I tell him we don't. We don't need to see your ugly mug. So anyway, uh, look, we're not we're not coming for Jimmy's face. That's for sure. Uh, and Chris, so Chris, shout out to your late father and his four brothers who were in Vietnam. Uh, grandfather was in World War II. Salute to them and all who served. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, oh well, look, finally you said something um retro rocket so there you go i acknowledge you um so there you go and look because of veterans day and our freedoms i could do this to you retro rocket and and not suffer repercussions so uh again thank you for everybody who served uh for for family members and strangers i mean uh you know uh, it, it's unfortunate i think it's one of these things that i i think that you know this is this is an important day. It's not given, I feel, sometimes the respect it deserves. Um, I also feel like it should be more than a day. But that's just me, personally. I feel like it should be a week at minimum to um, say thank you and maybe have a day of the week for uh, every branch where every branch's veterans get recognized, not just lumping everybody into one thing. But that's me, personally. I've always been a big military supporter um, because they do a lot of shit that, you know, we don't have to deal with, you know, and they keep us safe and protected. So that's my thought process. So, um, um, you know, yeah, there, there's, there's that. So anyway, while we're waiting on Jimmy to get his camera, whatever, uh, situated or, or, or whatever, let's be honest, he's probably fell asleep and just is now waking up and realizing, Oh shit, I gotta get ready. And, uh, he's, he's blaming it on his camera. So, uh, or, or, you know, he, he, uh, I don't know, you know, he's giving it to D. I don't know. Or D's giving it to him. But he's in Australia anyway. He's not real. He's a construct. So, uh, uh, let's see. So let me see. I'm trying to pull up some of my stories since, uh, 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 let's see. Where we, what do I want to talk about? Oh, that's the first thing I want to talk about. Um, oh, wow. That's cool, Chris. Um, that it says, at the university I work at, we flew a flag each day of the week for every military branch. Wish more would as well. Boy, that's super cool, Chris. Um, uh, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. I, I, I do wish more people would do that. Um, so let's see. Um, yeah, and yes, that's right, uh, Lab, right? Yesterday was the Marine's birthday, um, which is very cool. And I think either today or yesterday, I can't remember, the cousin I was telling you about that's a colonel, retired colonel, his birthday is today. So, you know, it's very appropriate. He has a birthday on Veterans Day. And yesterday was the Marine's birthday as well. Uh, I hope they got a whole bunch of crayons, you know, their favorite treat. And, uh, and of course, it's always great to know a Marine um, because, um, um, yeah. So, anywho, let's get started. Let's talk about this first story that I really want to talk about. Um, 
let me see here real quick. Hang on. Uh, okay, there it is. There it is. Uh, so we have, uh, oh, look. Look who decides to show us that he's here and that his camera is working. Liar. Oh, man. I, look, look. You no just lying. got you're, you're pounding D, and you forgot no. that it was a little too. Oh, oh shit! Oh shit! And then I gotta, oh, it's my camera. I got it. You were recording. You were recording in OnlyFans with D, and you're like, oh shit! I got. Oh yeah. You know, you know, I wish. <laughs> well, not wish, but like. Whoa, a, I'm talking about all these. All these um, fine ladies are making a lot of money. Why can't the boys make heaps of money? Hey, I'm hearing uh, you know Riddle could be going into gay OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Ben that's, was alluding to anyway that's not the story i was gonna start with today <laughs> uh jimmy uh, i don't know and i know y'all do this differently in australia but today for united states is veterans day and oh, so we were, yes. we were talking a little bit about that y'all do um it's a month right because it's flipped, pulled over from england where you wear the poppy on right your, yep exactly right and now uh, well, it's anzac day oh uh, anzac day it's okay. called anzac day right which is Australian New Zealand. So ANZAC stands for right. Australian New Zealand. Right. So hence ANZAC. Yeah, but y'all is that y'all's a day? Because like in England it's it's a month, right? It's a it's a month. Or yeah, no, week. us it's it's a day. It's on the it's, on, it's in March. I think the twenty fifth of March, to okay. be precise. I could be a little off, but I know it's in March. But that's tech that's carried over from, from England because I know England has where they remember their soldiers like with with a poppy flower right and yeah yeah it's the like poppy it's like flower, a week or, or a month-long thing right for us it's a day thing it's not a, a monthly but they celebrate it through the week i guess but really it's a one particular day which gotcha. is a which is a public holiday like yeah so i was talking and some of the people in here have, have talked to some of their family who have served i i didn't i i haven't served but uh both my grandfather served in world war ii one was a marine so one mine. was a uh p-51 pilot um and then i think the only other real relative because my dad couldn't serve in vietnam because he had blood, high blood pressure high cholesterol flat feet um oh, uh and none of my so none of my family on that side could serve uh my grandfather on my mom's side didn't have any boys so nobody could serve uh, wow really yeah he had four girls he was a dairy yeah. farmer had four girls and so <laughs> Uh, very fun. I like it. Yeah, I love it. And and uh, then uh, and then I do. I just had a cousin who retired last year as a colonel in the Marines, and he was wow. his last posting was the Kanahoe. He was the commander for the Kanahoe base in Hawaii. So and then he was. Oh, that's uh, cool. Before that, his posting before that was uh, Okinawa. He was the XO for the Okinawa base. So uh, we were just talking about you know some family and veterans and and remembering them a little bit. And so didn't know if you had any uh family members that you wanted to shout out as a veteran and, and thank them for their service so well yeah my grandfathers who unfortunately have passed away um my mom's dad passed away this year my dad's dad passed away a few years back now back in 2015 but um yeah especially my dad's dad he fought in africa he was a pilot mm. um and he fought for the allies of course um in africa man in northern africa really so uh yeah he's he's told me some stories over the years man but it's funny because i didn't find out a lot of stuff until towards the end of his life you know what i mean right and that's when he started opening up to me about all that stuff because really he's pretty staunch man mm. you know what i mean like he doesn't really like talking about it per se maybe i guess it was pretty traumatic when you think about it right i mean yeah world war ii would have been 
pretty brutal in some ways, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was. No, and, and that was the thing. Like, even so, my grandfather, who was a pilot, he didn't talk about it too much, but he, you know, he was flying too. So there wasn't like the same level of ground, you know, uh, you know, like if you're up hand close fighting, you know, kind of thing where you're seeing some of the stuff compared to my grandfather or my dad's side who became an alcoholic because of it. Um, he was a Marine and he was a landing craft gunner, you know, so on those landing craft, the boats that come in and drop, um, he was, he was a machine gunner for that and supposed to protect. And he talked about how they, you know, he'd wipe out a group of guys. They'd have to go back to the boat, wash it out and put another group in to land, you know, and then he got shot in the leg at Okinawa. Um, you know, he survived Iwo Jima and then got shot in the leg at Okinawa. And so, and this, again, this is something that we got from like three to five minutes from a cousin who he told that much to. That's all we know. Like, I know now that you can go in and look at service records and things like that because it's all online. But right. just it's it's one thing to read it. It's another to hear it. And my grandfather never talked about it ever. You know, and I mean, it's probably well, yeah, why it's like he was my mom's alcoholic. dad. Never, never spoke about it. But my dad's one, like he was the pilot. Um, yeah, no shit, man. Right before he died, man, is when he opened up to me. And it's mm. funny because I'm looking at the at the chat. <laughs> Jimmy's family fought for Sparta. They did. <laughs> actually, they actually did. Yeah. Before, because after that, they came to Australia and, um, you know, migrated here. So it's funny that. but And because of them serving, because uh, the Australian soldiers, funny enough, were fighting alongside. Look, the Greeks celebrate National No Day, for example. Okay. Which is also in March, ironically. And um, funny enough, the no means when we said no to the Italians, when they tried coming in. And we pretty much blew them away, and they had to call in uh, G- the Germans to, you know, finish off. But we gave them a fight, man. You know what I mean? We got the Italians out, and that's what we celebrate. But um, the Germans, yeah, they had to fight pretty hard to, yeah. to get the Greeks down. And to be honest, it was the beginning of the end after that. They went on to Russia after that, and that's when they really suffered. I mean, they couldn't handle the Russians But then, yeah, the they didn't. They didn't really ever get rid of the Greeks problem i guess you for lack of a better phrase like well, there was always the greek resistance was super strong uh, was, even after so like but after would, that funny enough it caused a civil war though so there right was a civil yeah, war yeah, yeah right after it and then the balkan war happened too so right. it didn't end for for the greeks that's for sure but uh yeah no yeah. we fought pretty valiantly man exactly retro orchid day <laughs> that's exactly what it's called no day national orchid day where we said no to the to the uh, italians Hey, get your pasta, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 get the fuck out of here. You know, oh, uh, you know, that's why we got forever. a rivalry. Euros forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. Euros forever. <laughs> that's why we got a rivalry with the Italians. We call them, and I don't know if they can hear me, she probably can. Um, we call them uh, <laughs> snitches in Greek. <laughs> okay. Because Retro, they always. Okay. Oh, right. here we go. Retro, retro. Mm, that's that's pushing the line there. Hey, hey, look, hey. Uh, <laughs> look. Hey, John was part of the Allies, man. Come on yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. We fought yeah. side by side. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Look, the, the Australians because, were side by side too, man, with us. And the only reason why I call it the Greek problem, because look, I, I'm a big history guy. I read a lot of history stuff. And there was there was an article I read, and, and it was called The Germans' Greek Problem. And it was about how... Like, even after uh, Germany figured they had conquered Greece, 
they're one of their biggest problem areas outside of Russia, but one of their controlled areas was Greece because Greece continually the resistance continually hounded supply lines and 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 everything along those lines and it was a problem the fact that Germany had to allocate so many resources yeah it really to, fucked them up to you know to keep hold of uh, and and to keep back the Greek resistance because there was so much going on so uh yeah I, you know it really it's it was an interesting article so that's why it kind of sticks in my head when I think right, about the right. Greek resistance and it's it, the Greek problem is because really it was for Germany because they couldn't fully just go all right cool like like honestly with France they did like all right we got France those guys have yeah been, but that was before that though that was long before when they were yeah. at their strongest at this mm -hmm. point. They were hoping the Italians were going to, like, you know, do the job. Help out, yeah. Mm. It, it didn't work. And then the Germans had to come in when they were, they had to literally, like, stop what they were doing elsewhere and come into Greece when really they thought the Italians had it under control, but they Ooh. clearly didn't. <laughs> Todd, comment king. The Greek problem would be a great moniker for GGP. Look. <laughs> it would be. Actually, I look, like all that. Right, look, all right, listen, right here. Right here, Omni Mini Group Channel Attitude, <laughs> right here. I'm saying that if GGP goes out to be the Greek problem, he is more than welcome <laughs> to take that name, you know, hashtag it, trademark it, whatever. That would be awesome. Go for it. Um, shout but, out to GGP. Know, shout out to GGP. Uh, the other favorite Greek of Channel Attitude. Uh, so let's, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know I, I, do, I think that I could talk all day about Veterans Day and, and world history and especially World War II and stuff like that. But I think we do need to kind of focus because there was some big stuff that happened this week. Uh, we found it out sure where is. NXT was going to go, uh, which True. is incredibly interesting uh, in the fact that NXT is now going to be on the CW, who we know signed a deal with NWA. And it's right. It, and it was a very interesting aspect because here's the thing. The week before, and I, we didn't get to touch on this last week, and I wanted to, uh, was the fact that uh, we saw Fox, one of the head executives for Fox said, look, we're not getting the return, uh, the rate of return for what we paid for with, you know, WWE and SmackDown. And, yeah. you know, he says it's, it, they're fine, but it's not the rate of return we expected and what was promised. So that's why we're not going forward, which I found incredibly interesting that, you know, I think you and I talked about this. We've talked about it a lot. Why would they let this go? Why, you know, for, for WWE, you figured you'd want to fight for it because of all the exposure you're going to get. Free TV, football, college football, all the other sports, baseball, all that fun stuff that Fox has. And they're just going, well, and it turns around, it's because Fox was like, eh, look, you're not, you're not producing <laughs> like we expected. We put in this money. And we expect a rate of return because it is a business. And they go, oh, no doubt, you didn't meet that need, which I found incredibly interesting. So then knowing that we then have a deal where CW says, hey, we're not only going to invest in um, NWA, right? But part of that is the back the behind the scenes show. From what I've read, that's all Billy Corrigan is paying for that, right? That is not something really. Next Star is not paying for it. Apparently, wow, funded by and Billy Corgan is paying for that time, kind of like we all know Tony Khan is paying for, you know, at least Friday collision. night, you know, or, or yeah, or, or Rampage, a uh, definitely collision, you know, one of those two or both maybe. Um, 
Billy Corgan's doing that. And then the question becomes now with this whole, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> but here's the thing. CW, I, and I'm glad you said this, Todd. Um, they've not said that they have dropped NWA. No, so, not yet. But there's strong rumors that apparently they have. But until we see otherwise, I don't think right, they, they have. Right. I think a lot of a lot. Um, I think a lot of it is people. Because let's be honest, who's watching NWA on Fight TV on some? Um, not random, <laughs> like ran, yeah, like on your. It's the only available on Fight TV, and it's some random. I've got Fight TV too, but I got it too. But I'm not paying for it. Like I only have Fight TV to watch free stuff when it's available. So you hold know? on, do, do you have to pay for the NWA content? I pay for AEW's content, even though I don't have to. But it's just better on right. Fight TV because you get hardly any commercials, and you still see what's happening during the commercials, which is pretty unique. Uh who sorry, I just got a text about there's a wedding in Springtown at 3 30 today. Brian is oh, no. and so they're asking to see if anybody's available. So are you gonna do it? Uh, I need the money. That's, oh 3 30 though. I mean, what time is it now for you? Like just after it, 10, right? It's 10 22. I mean, it's not that bad. I just I don't have any information. Uh, as much as I want to. I I hate mm, it's up to you if you need the moolah i mean uh, yeah i mean i could get it i could probably do it springtown's only like 20 minutes away or so from here north okay. of here for me it's not like i'm driving like an hour and a half do so, you have to rush do you think like would you have to rush kind of thing well i i i would want to be there at 2 30 so yeah, that's fair enough we, and it makes you wrap, look good too by doing that right yeah we wrap up by noon i could be easily i've already showered and everything so i could just you know get smelling stuff, good like, <laughs> yeah um you know i did i took a i took it's, it's kind of a, like i use the weekend as recovery day so uh but in honor of veterans day because one of my friends is a veteran his name is fitz he's a wrestler uh big, big fits and um <laughs> like he's literally he's like he's like six six uh Oof. two something like here, oh, here um let me let me here i'm gonna pull up a picture you got a and, picture yeah oh, oh yeah i got a picture um so let me see if i can find a good picture um that's that shows like okay here let me do this one it's a video yeah and... <laughs> all right let me let me get back here let's go present share screen we're gonna go facebook share all right so let's start from the beginning so this is Fitz. He's a big boy, bro. Yeah, he's like he's like six six. He's down to like three. He said three twenty. I think he was a lot bigger, and he's been working, and he's deadlifting four seventy five right here. Uh, and so, uh, get it, get it. Yeah, dude's forty years old. Forty years old. Forty years old. He's he's a, he's a good dude. He's a big goofball. So like this, if you ever if you want to go watch him, he wrestles locally a lot um, here in Texas. But he's also a service member. This is him. Oh wow! He, he served. He was at the Pentagon at nine eleven. So he was part of the cleanup. No crew. shit. He, he was part of the cleanup of crew. 
because he was part of the old wow. guard at Arlington right. Cemetery. You know, the ones that do this Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So that's him. So this is him a few years ago with Jacob. Uh, okay, yeah, 2001. Yeah. So, I mean, Jacob, yeah, no, Jacob, right? He would have been uh, young doing that back then too, bro. He would have yeah, been, so, what, 19? Yeah. So this, yeah. So he was very young. Um, so, you know, he's wrestling tonight uh, for uh, Christian Wrestling Federation. He's he's also a Christian. Uh, this Christian is a Wrestling Federation. There's actually yeah. a Christian-based wrestling yeah, right. Wow. Here in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. They got Holy one here. Shit. Uh, way out there. This is him when he was in a band back in the day. Uh, you know, look, he, he, like, I mean, this is, he's a big dude. He's very he reminds fun. reminds me of someone, man. Look, uh, but he's, he's just, He's a great follow on Instagram and, and Facebook, uh, Jim Fitz, if you want to uh, go check him out. And he's also, like I said, a veteran and he's a really good dude and uh, a lot of fun. Uh, so anyway, he was like, hey, it's Veterans Day because he had a picture of him in his drill. He was in. The, OK, so he's in the old guard, part of the 9-11 cleanup, eventually became a drill sergeant. You know, so like the dude has done a lot in military and now he's a he works for Audible. The Amazon, oh, cool. you know, he, awesome, he does programming yeah. and stuff for them, and he's pretty high up in that, and he works from home. So, hey, Fitzy, talking about you, hey, boost us up <laughs> on Audible a little bit, get us up there in the in the rankings. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a Fitzy, Fitzy, <laughs> big Fitz, and, um, and 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 thank you for your service too, man. Yes, yeah, but it, oh, because he does play on the military aspect, so his finishing move. Is like he picks a guy up and he spins around and, and drops him and he calls it fire for effect. Uh, so I love that. Like I love the name of it. Like it's a great, that's pretty you know, cool, uh, good thing. So it's definitely uh, really cool to you know go check him out um, and support his wrestling and all that fun stuff. But um, because of that, he said in one of the like, "Hey, it's Veterans Day, so go do push-ups and go for a long walk." And I said, "How much?" <laughs> You know, because I'm going to do it in honor of you and, you know, my, my family who were veterans and stuff. Right, he goes, absolutely. Oh. He goes, okay, 15 push-ups on a five-mile walk. Right, done. Easy. <laughs> I, can, I can handle that. That's not a big deal at all. So when I'm done with that, I'm probably going to do 50 push-ups, and I'm going to go for a five-mile walk today. Yeah, it's part <laughs> of my recovery day. And I did some awesome. yoga beforehand, so we're all good. We're ready. But anyway, we're talking about NWA. We're talking about CW. We're talking about Nexstar, who's, who's the owner now, mind you, I, when I say owner, no, they are the controlling interest of CW now. Hence, uh, Paramount and Warner Brothers have kind of like taken a back seat. They only have a, right. a small percentage that we talked about last week. Nexstar is in control, and they have really made a large play for what they're calling live sports, right? They're, they're, they've made a play for football and baseball and basketball and some of these things to air on the CW now because – yeah, they had a good run with those Marvel, I mean, super uh, the DC superhero stuff and the teeny bopper stuff. But let's be honest, where does the money come from? It comes from sports. It comes from live action sports. It's easy to program. You don't have to worry about writer strikes. You don't have to worry about anything along those lines. And so I, I guess my question becomes then, apparently CW views wrestling as live sports. And now here's the other thing, Matt. Matthew Schaefer Gage brought this up this week, and I, I wanted to bring this up too. On the Light the Fuse, are you talking uh, about? Um... Uh, I don't remember when, he, or I think I saw it on Facebook, but he talked okay. about how WOW has been on CW for two years, right? right? And 
the question becomes like with NWA, yes, it's supposed to be, but how will it be put? Will it be pushed? There's talk now with this whole incident with the pay-per-view, will it be pushed to their app only stuff? Um, and like Matt also said, because, you know, he used to work in um, one of those hubs where he would send out distribution for everything. He talked about how like here in Texas, we have Texas strong wrestling and right. that was a syndicated show here, but didn't necessarily go out nationwide. And I'm thinking, like, surely they're not going to do that with NWA. They're not going to region lock it to certain areas because it says National Wrestling Alliance in the name, right? Right, right. So, no so there's a lot to, to, I mean, and right now, let's be honest, Jimmy, we know for sure this. We know WOW is on, um, WOW is, is on C-Dub. We know NWA is on C-Dub, two shows. The behind the scenes and the wrestling show NWA Power, right. and we also now know CW has NXT. Now, if you are looking at this uh, from a business standpoint, Jimmy, which one's going to bring you the most money? Well, obviously, <clears throat> excuse me. Obviously, WWE is the one that's going to bring in the most money, no doubt about it. Right. But will they neglect NWA because of it? Like, what do you mean by neglect? Like, I, I don't know how, how confident they were of getting WWE in the first place. And why did they go for WWE, you know what well, I mean, you, in the yeah, first well, place? <laughs> because here's, here's, here's the other half of it. Think, think about this, Jimmy, right? So now, this opens up a really interesting door for WWE. So right. you've, got, you've got WWE. You have SmackDown, which is going to uh, Comcast Universal, right? Right. You've got now NXT... Because it's not a bigger brand. So that's why I think CW's on there. But you still have wrestling on free network TV, right? So now look at this. You've got cable TV. You've got network TV. What's the yeah. other air broadcast area that WWE could put a major show on and make waves with? Well, they did want AEW initially too, you know. No, no. I'm just I'm talking about WWE. They, you know, okay. they're on, they're on cable, they're on, they're on free network TV still. What's the third broadcast air thing that you could do to put a major show on if you're WWE and you're covering almost all your bases? We'll see if you can get this. Well, that's a good question, John. You put me on the spot. Um, what are we doing right now? What are we doing right now? Well, Smack Attack. We're doing the show right now, right? Right. We're talking. We're doing it live, so we call that what? Right, live TV, streaming, right? Because it's well, a, yeah, technically streaming, right. but technically it's All live right. television per se. Like, if you know what I mean. But but let's let's say, you know, what if what if WWE is looking to work a deal with Amazon Prime, Netflix, or somebody along those lines? And think about it now, Jimmy. You have WWE on all three major forms of how people get their TV. <laughs> right. That's true, but I don't know if they want to do that, man. Well, think about this. You, if, if you're a streaming, if you're if you're Prime, if you're Netflix, if you're YouTube, and you get Monday Night Raw, think about how much money you can pull it. I mean, look, Thursday Night Football is a thing. Amazon Prime paid out the wazoo for it. Do people watch it? I don't know, but it doesn't matter because Amazon Prime, NFL gets that money from Amazon Prime no matter how much. Whether they continue right, to pay for it, the next thing, 
doesn't matter. Ratings don't matter on streaming. Ratings don't matter. And think about this. There's no, there's no like, uh, you know, TV, TVMA on streaming, right? They there just isn't. tell you it. Not really. I mean, you can I mean, watch. they do have ratings. They do have ratings. Well, ratings. I'm, ta- I'm not talking about like, you know, the. I'm talking about like uh, the TVMA. Like, oh, it'll tell you like there's, you know, whatever. Thing. Right. But I've seen like R, I've seen, you know, M. Right. I've seen yeah, MA. I'm pretty sure yeah. I have too. And Labra, yeah, it could or be Peacock. Peacock. Yeah, it could be Peacock if they want to keep it in house. But then here's the thing: Why does WWE have to keep it in house? You know, Comcast has already said, Comcast Universal has already said, we want SmackDown. We're not sure about Raw. We haven't renewed Raw yet, but we'll take SmackDown, no problem, right? Well, and after all that time and loyalty, they're not gonna, they're not sure about renewing Monday Night Raw, but they're gonna take SmackDown. If I'm WWE and I'm going, where am I going to get the most bang for my buck? Why not cover every broadcasting thing? Because look, there are some people like I watch, I watch antenna TV, free TV. I don't watch cable because I, I'm not going to pay for cable. So what, what good does it for, do for me to have Monday night raw? I don't, that's why I don't, part of the reason why I don't watch it is because I don't have it. I don't You've have, got an Xbox, right? Yeah. By, by some chance. Do yourself a favor and download Cody. Is it well? I'm I'm looking. Okay. No, no, no. Because you get every cable channel from around the world for free. Like okay. Well, I mean, I have look. Let's I have ways to watch cable, but I mean, right. I know off the, com- yeah. off the computer and whatnot. Right, but it's yeah, pretty yeah. good. I'm just saying the way it's done on well, Cody. But anyway, I have, I have ways to watch cable off my TV. Let's just put it that way. Um, oh well, yeah, that's yeah, that's cool. Yeah, okay. okay. But what you I was know, gonna say. I mean, if you look at the deals they've already did, right? I mean, NXT got more money than what they did get with USA, first mm-hmm. of all. And they signed a five-year contract with yeah. more money. SmackDown, again, also got more money. I'm pretty sure and confident that Raw will get picked up. And it seems like there's a few takers. I mean, first of all, I've heard rumors that FX are very like, are really interested in Raw. But uh, but would Raw suit a channel like FX? To be fair, like it just uh, seems a bit too cheap for Raw to be on an FX. If you know what I mean. That's why I'm thinking of streaming. Like like again, it goes back to that idea. So you're saying Raw just for streaming and SmackDown and NXT on television? That's yeah. kind of weird, man. That that dumbs down Raw in their eyes. I think. Does it? Because here's the thing. I think Jimmy. it does. Here's the thing. Why not? Because that's where you're getting your most viewership, right? So why not push, say, look, we can bring 2 million people to your streaming service knowing that every Monday night at 7 o'clock, we're going to be live, you know? And then, and then you have all the rights for replay. Only on streaming, though? You'd want to have replay at least on... The only thing I'm worried about about that, it will... will... (laughs) The thing is, it will kind of make NXT even seem more important than Raw. Only because they're on television, cable or not, doesn't matter. They're still on television and Raw isn't. Think about that for a moment. I mean, I am thinking about it, but at the same time, too. I think it would have made more sense with NXT to do that. Like as a trial run, just as a little run, just to see, than doing it to Raw, that's for sure. But that's what I'm saying, Jimmy. They did that already with nxt and putting it on you know a streaming service and you know having what, it on the own. network 
Yeah, you know, and and they saw how it could work. But then here's the thing, Jimmy. Why not go bigger? Why not put it somewhere like that? I think it's too risky, man. I don't think they see that as a future yet in WWE's eyes just yet. I mean, you can tell with their TV deals already, dude. I'm not saying it's not the future. I'm talking about the now. (laughs) WWE, looking at it from WWE's, I agree. It is, right? And Hulu is actually a good example. Right. All their shows, I don't know if it still is, but we're on Hulu live. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they've already well, yeah, done they that. they came out the day after. They came out the day after. Well, the day after? Okay, yeah. well, here in Australia, yeah. first of all, we've got the network on cable television, which shows Raw and SmackDown and NXT live, as well as on Fox 8. I don't know why they do it like that, because they're, they're competing with each other kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So if you want to watch all the shows, you can either watch it live on Fox 8 here, or... On the WWE Network live, right? But also, there's a streaming service called Binge, which is like uh, Peacock, pretty much. And they also stream Raw, SmackDown, NXT live on Binge. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. Which has also got the network like on there as well. So, well, I think just think... This, why not have it on a streaming service so we're like, hey, I need to catch up for this before this pay-per-view. So you can you can burn through real quick, you know. Well, you can do draws. that technically on demand. You can do that now. I can't. Yeah. I, I did that with SmackDown just before without any ads. Yeah. And that was on demand. Like that's after the fact, and they cut out the commercials, dude. Yeah, but this is different. There's not even going to be commercials. Like, you know, or like you said, you could do a two-minute commercial. You could do... That means no more advertisers, man. Oh, no, no. You could still find ways to do advertising. And think about this. You could raise your in-show content advertising, right? Because now it's more direct. I just think WWE as a company don't look at that as the vision just yet for their shows. Do you? That's what I think. Yeah, I truly think that. They're kind of old school in the way of thinking, if you know what I mean. And I, I think to them, if they're not on TV, it's a bad look. I just think that's how they think. Because if that was the case, they would have done this already, dude. Uh, right. Here, but here, like Aaron says this, and, and you're not just getting a bit about UFC. Because remember, this isn't just WWE. This is, this is an Endeavor deal. Right, so right, but it doesn't affect UFC right now because they've already well, got deals. No, but you have Endeavor, you have that behind it, and so then let's say you go, oh, cool. Well, Endeavor and the UFC want to do something too. Let's do that. You know, so I mean, you know, it, it goes back to this idea that now we have more buying power behind. We're not just getting WWE. We're getting Endeavor, and that could open the door to UFC. That could open the door to other things. You're being way too. Um, what's the word? And remember, Vince isn't there anymore. You have people who are there right. who are forward thinking. You know, granted, I know Dana White said the whole um, like some of the pay per views and the stuff that happened recently are because of Vince McMahon. Yeah, you know, the, the Saudi that, right. the, the Saudi Arabia fight. Right? He he credited that to to Vince McMahon, but. You know, at the same time, too, it's that idea that, Jimmy, they got to start thinking big picture. They got to start thinking long term and in the future. And you're going to have to risk it for the biscuit to get <laughs> that money. You know? Well, I, I think as long as NXT and now SmackDown as well are on television, they're not going to do that with Raw yet. And if they're going to do that in the future, they'll do it first with NXT. That's what I think anyway. 
I just don't see him doing that to Raw like all SmackDown first. I just don't see it, man. I think they just they don't want they changes their whole model. If you're gonna do it with one, you do it with all, in my opinion. No, see, and that's where I think because Jimmy, you're thinking, you're thinking, you're not thinking big picture, long term. You're not. I'm thinking, thinking WWE here. I'm not thinking me. Right. No, and I'm thinking WWE as well. And this is what I'm saying. You've got to think about saturation of the market, right? Think about that's this. not their fault, really. I mean, well, no, and I'm just talking about okay. We need to be in on streaming. We need to be in on over the air TV and cable. So in order to do that, let's make a splash and put Raw on streaming. Let's put it on Prime. Let's put it on you know Netflix. Let's put it on whatever because there's going to be. Think about this, Jimmy. Think about the amount of people around the world who could watch now without having to worry about VPNs or anything. Uh, see, that's another thing. That's another thing. They, see, you brought up a good thing. Lucky you did. WWE make a lot of money from overseas deals mm -hmm. also. You got to remember that. But going streaming, that cuts off everything else, man. Yep. You're not having that's to That's a lot of money these... lost, dude. That's no, a lot of money not. lost. No. They make it, dude. I mean, think about exactly. all the deals they've got with so many countries. You know what I mean? On their, on their because like, here's the channels. Because think about this. All right. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You you still don't lose those deals because you have NXT and you have SmackDown, but you put Raw on like Prime and Prime sends it out to like Prime UK and everything. Like you're skipping all those individual deals you're having to make with different companies of Sky Sports and uh, you know BBC Thirty Seven and uh, you know all this other fun stuff you're not having to make these individual deals which we're always going like oh look wow they're in like Eurostar tv like whoopty mm -hmm. shit we don't give a shit but you think about it now they're not that way they have instant planet-wide distribution without having to go to australia without having to go to asia without having to go to europe without having to make these individual deals for their flagship show Right? Think about it. It makes them more money, though, John. That's the thing, bro. But that's the thing, Jimmy. They're still going to be able to do that because you have your pay-per-views. you got the one in Perth coming up in the beginning of the year. Right. You're going to have – we're seeing that they're starting to make, you know, non-U.S.-based pay-per-views a regular thing. That's you're going to make your money that way. You're still going to make your money through SmackDown. You're still going to make your money through NXT. You're still going to make your money through these other programming uh, things that you do, main event and all this other syndication stuff that you do. It's just you're taking that one product and making it accessible for everybody in the world without having to deal with that. Okay. Um, well, look, first of all, if they were to do that, right, another mm -hmm. thing, I think the wrestlers would look at it as a step down also. The whoever's on Raw, say, hypothetically, I, I truly think that because their money goes down, dude. You got to remember that. No, even it's by not go it down. does. It it's would. It would have to. Jimmy, Jimmy they're not like the, the what we what have we seen WWE do time and time again? They cut from other places and then they cut wrestlers last. Well, right? look and at then, the pay per views is a good example. They suffered the wrestlers from from those from that deal by just streaming them now. But but also too, but they're still getting a shit ton of money, Jimmy. They're right, but not TV, money. not from pay per view. You know what I'm but saying? They're still getting a shit ton of money, Jimmy. They look. Like, they WWE are absolutely consistently but been in profit for the last. Well, that's what, true. However many quarters. You know, absolutely, Jimmy, no, you're spot on. It wasn't you know, long ago though they were bringing Bin's tarping period in as well. You know what I mean? Well, you, you got to also remember. Think about what, it, Jimmy. 
Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. You got to remember, post COVID, remember, how you're not talking are. to me. I'm me. Oh, right? I know. Not WWE. I know. It's like you're trying to convince WWE. No, I, I'm, I'm not I'm, WWE. I'm doing both. <laughs> and I know you're playing devil's advocate, but also remember this, right? You got to remember that in the United States, after post COVID, it was so divided on what people should do. Look at the first picture of you back. Right? That was like that right, worldwide. Bro. Right down like, the street, right down the street from me in Fort Worth, Texas, right? And at Dickie's Arena. And we talked about that show Dickies. and how the. And how big the the how much the tickets were, right? And we had uh, the person who was dating at the time. Her her son went, and he was right. on the show. We talked about it. That was packed to the rafters, right? And and then in, in Texas, anytime they came, full houses. Why did they run Texas for a while? Why did AEW run Texas for a while? Because you can have full houses without tarps, you know. But then, <laughs> but then you know, you go to places like New York and uh, other more you know liberal states, and they had to tarp them because people were coming out because they still had people driving in their cars with masks on and gloves, right? right. Um, even though they were in their cars with nobody else with them, you know. I mean, you still see that. There's you have to kind of you can't gauge that coming in like right now wwe is stronger because of what they did through the pandemic and now people are starting to see it's okay we're starting to see okay fauci was full of shit okay he was lying <laughs> yeah. about things uh okay well okay they get me started on fauci <laughs> look vaccines have, have been proven to show that they do oh by the way they do cause a little bit of heart failure and oh no it fucking things. does bro i'm oh, glad yeah, you brought yeah. that up too because chris is not a believer of that by the way yeah. i hope um, you're listening chris Shout out to the me. jabs didn't do shit. I know so many people that have caught COVID over and over after having five jabs. Well, I'm just it, saying because I've had it once. I'm not. I'm not. I didn't get the vax. I had it once. I've never caught it again, dude. I don't. I don't. I think I got it once. I, I'm not even sure if I got it once. I tested positive. I've had it once. I never felt sick at all. But anyway, actually, I was live on the show when I uh, found out I got it. It's pretty funny. Look and, and <laughs> yeah. look. I'm, I'm telling you, this immune system right here, fucking. Hey, yeah. I'll fucking kick COVID's yeah. ass, dude. Look, Me look, too, bro. Look, my immune system yeah. is... You're an animal, John. You're an look, animal. Look, look. <laughs> animal. I, I, I was in the face of someone who tested positive for COVID the next day. Like, positive, And I never got it. Explain that. You know what? I, yeah, that's that weird. Well, my mom, for example, my dad caught it. My sister caught it. You know, my mom sleeps next to my dad, right? You know, when yeah. they go to sleep. Sure. And she didn't catch it. Yeah. Weird. How the fuck do you not catch it? Like, you're... Look. It's it's the flu. It's it's a different version. It of is. The flu it's because... it feels dirty though, John. I when I caught it, it is the flu. Don't get me wrong, but it felt dirty, bro. Like I can't explain it. It's it was like yuck. And I, all I wanted to do no shit was sleep and go to the toilet, bro. Yeah, Look, for three it, days. Which, which like, is the flu? Like I mean, I've had the flu and had those same symptoms, but like. I can't remember the last time I had the flu or gotten sick, honestly. I hadn't uh, been sick for 10 years until that point. Yeah. And I mean, it's just one of those things where, you know, because like they tell you, get the flu shot every year, but then, oh yeah, by the way, it's Fuck only the covering flu this. shot, bro. Yeah, I don't do that either. But Doesn't hey, it's do only going to cover shit. this right. strain of the flu. Um, you're still, you'll still get the flu, but we're you're, you're safe from this. See, how does that fucking work, bro? My dad used to be a believer of that, right? And then every time he took the flu jab, he's sick, right? I'm like, yeah. dad. You're getting sick from having the fucking jab. Why, why even bother? You know what I mean? Because you're putting like, the, and then he stopped you, doing it. You're putting the uh, deadened version of the of the virus into your body. Oh, please. Um, so you know. But anyway, yeah, like, I don't do flu shots either, man. Fuck yeah, that. Look, like, like, do what. Like I, I'm a proponent of do what you feel is medically necessary for yourself. 
Dude, now, if they prove that it worked, right, and it hasn't worked, I've seen how many people. Uh, you know what I mean? I would, I would have done it. I would be down for it. Work or don't but, work. Um, like, you know, I mean, if it worked for a certain strain, cool. But here's the thing. If you choose not to do it, that's your choice. You know? Right. Now, absolutely. Will I get va- did I get vaccines for my son? Yes. He had his his he's up to date on all of his vaccines, right? And when he gets ready to go to college, he'll be updated on all his vaccines. You know, I think vaccines are important. I'm not saying you have to get I'm your not. vaccine. I've gotten my vaccines when I was in school and shit. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but I'm all I'm saying. Well, you, they have it to where if, if you don't for religious beliefs, if you don't believe in certain vaccines, you don't get it. But also, I I can choose what I don't and don't want. You know, if I choose not because let's be honest, the flu shot and the COVID shot are not vaccines. They are. They well, are, they call the COVID one vaccines. The flu one not. isn't definitely right. Yeah, oh, exactly. It's not. It's it's a shot. It's a it's a shot to prevent a certain strain of uh, a viral disease. Um, yeah, <laughs> lab rat for real. This right here is how you stop <laughs> any kind of cold or symptom that you got. Vix Sprite chicken noodle soup. <laughs> Hell oh, yeah, done. You know, I love Sprite. Sprite's my yeah. favorite fucking uh, soda, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and but yeah, and then the problem is, as Medium Five says, are pushed highly now. Almost all pharmacies, especially Walgreens, are pushing to giving jabs, um, COVID, flu, Hep C, and because they make, but also too, they make money off of that. We're seeing oh, that. absolutely, they fucking make money, dude. There would be a fucking cure for cancer, really deep down. Mm-hmm. I think, right? Oh, I think. But chemo and all that, she cancer's a money maker, man, and that's what yeah. pisses me off, bro. Oh yeah, I'm already, I've already said this to anybody who like knows if I get cancer and they say chemo is your option, I'm gonna be like, fuck that. I'm going to take the money I would be spending on chemo and being sick all the time. And I'm just going to go live my life. You know, I know people that have done that, dude, one person and he's passed away now, man. Like he used to like, like he he used to do fucking a lot of drugs, right? For example. Mm -hmm. And you know, what's fucked up, man. This guy didn't stop doing it while he was dying, bro. Terminal cancer. He didn't give a fuck, man. He's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like he just, and he was a happy dude, man. Still, I knew another friend that was bitter and didn't take drugs on one up, but bitter, bro. And didn't want to see no one. And he died like on his own or with his mother, but right. like, but he went away. Like he didn't want to see anyone. He was bitter that he was dying. You know what I mean? Which is Sorry. sad too. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Jacob's taking, he, at 1030, he was taking his senior pictures uh, today. <laughs> nice. So I was just making sure that wasn't, uh, but I saw it's 1050. So uh so yeah, this is his pictures for the yearbook, and then they told him he can bring an outfit to to wear. So he's wearing on the weekend. Did he has to do that? Yeah, because uh, he didn't give me the information for the time to do it a, a while back. So uh, they're coming. They came to the. They're coming to the school so that they right. can get a batch of them done. And this was the last weekend to do it before the deadline, before to get the pictures in the yearbook. So he had to bring a white button up shirt, and they're going to give him everything else, and then he could bring an outfit. So he was wearing his t shirt that like it was one of his Dungeons and Dragons t-shirts that I think is hilarious that I bought him. So he's doing that for a senior picture. And then, um, and then he said he's going to hang out with his girlfriend. Um, apparently they're boyfriend girlfriend now. There's a thing. Also oh, they are. So it's official. They are. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think uh, so they're going to, he's going over there around two ish and then they're going to go to the movies later tonight. So I, nice. he just did, he, he's off work today and he's just decided, yeah, I'm not spending any time with dad. So, which is fine. <laughs> He's growing up, dude. Girls, He's growing up. Girls, girls. You're not cool don't... anymore, John. You're not no. cool anymore. Oh, That's what it never, is. You know I was never cool. <laughs> I know that. 
No, but you know what I mean. Now, if I said, hey, we're going to wrestling tonight, he'd be like, okay. You know, I guarantee he'd probably drop her real quick if I said that we were going to wrestling. <laughs> uh, Would he? Uh, probably, because look, if it, it depends on the type of wrestling. So like, like if we, like if I decide I might go to the Christian Wrestling Federation show, it's it's literally all the way across the Metroplex. It's an hour and a yeah. half, two hours drive for me to go, right? So if I go, okay, maybe, you know, I, I might go. But um, that one, but yesterday, last night was New Japan's Lone Star Shootout. And Barrett Brown was wrestling our friend um, and a couple other guys we know. And, of course, it's New Japan. So we thought, okay, well, maybe I'd go. I looked at the card, and, like, other than the Barrett Brown match, which was the opening match, there was nothing really, like... No no one from Japan came Oh, to- no, there were. Like, Kojima was going to wrestle Eddie Kingston. So, uh, here. Uh, that didn't uh, happen? Uh, he did. I just didn't go. So I, I don't know what any of the results were. So, here. Was Lance I'm, on the card? No. That... Uh, that's one thing that I was pretty pissed about. Like, how is well, it you're going to have a sh- show in Texas? Oh, yeah, he because he wrestled last night in Oakland, California for a show that's going to air today. I hate that. And Rampage was live, weird enough. Yeah. Um, but, um, I, and you yeah, were actually yeah. listening to us earlier for, for me anyway on Uncaged, which you can get right here on channelattitude.com. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's still so, up okay. on YouTube though for free yeah. at the moment. Uh, so you can, uh, like the kickoff match was Barrett Brown versus, um, Matt Vandegrift, who's, I guess, a new Japan Academy person. Uh, then the kickoff match at six 30 was Fred Rosser versus Tom Waller. And I'm going, wait, that's not even like the main show, right? Like that mm-hmm. is like, it says the kickoff match six thirty because the show starts at seven. The bell time was seven. So you right. have Fred Rosser versus Tom Waller at six. It's a good match for free. Like <laughs> as in like a dark match or whatever a, it was. Yeah. Like what the hell? And then you so you have a the start of the show is a twenty minute time uh twenty minute time is Masca Dorada Tiger Mask and Atlantis versus Hechiero, <laughs> Rocky Romero and Ultimo Guerrero so that's one match Ooh. the next match is a twenty minute time limit it is Kevin Knight Kushida Tangaloa and Tama Tonga versus Clark Connors Gabe Kidd Alice Coughlin and Chase Owens so it's that's an odd sort of matchup a whole bunch of weird well, things there so you got. You know, you know how like if they're not in a faction per se, it's like New Japan. They're considered like New Japan faction. So, but isn't Chase Owens still part of Bullet Club? Yeah. So these guys are all Bullet Club. You know. Oh, Gabe, sorry, Gabe yeah. yeah. You know, they're they're all part of that War Dogs Bullet Club, and Chase Owens is like the American version of that. When you know David Finley can't. Chase be Owens is unbelievable, man. The fact that he's still got a job. I mean, really, what do you think about? It? He's so plain, dude. But. Oh, look, I'm gonna be honest. He's a good dude. He's a good solid. Oh, for man. sure. Has nothing that, to do. And then New Japan respects that. You know, they respect the fact that he can come in and be plugged in and, and do whatever. And look, there's there's history with him and Tonga Loa in this match and Tama Tonga because you know he was an honorary Tongan for a while and hanging right. out. With but what a mistake having the Tongans out of Bullet Club for me, man. They've gone so stale, man, without them being part of Bullet Club. Well, I mean, you got to do something different, you know, and. You know, I, I would have gone to see to to see Tonga Loa and Tonga 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 because I like him and Gabe. I Kidd, love him, dude. I, I feel like Gabe Kidd's occasions. pretty solid. So uh, I saw him live when they for the G one or something like that. But um, when they were God, but uh, like it's been a while. Uh, so a twenty minute no DQ match, which was Toro Yano versus Joey fucking Janela. <laughs> Janela, they brought yeah. in Janela for real. I, 
yeah, please get rid of fucking Joey Janelle. Please tell me there was you didn't have anybody else to fill the card. So no, uh, yeah. So then you had a thirty-minute open strong open weight tag team championship match, which is Hikaleo and El Fantasmo versus. I love Fantasmo, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. Joral <laughs> Nelson and Royce Isaacs. So who? who's Royce Isaacs? I don't know who either of these guys are. I think they're the West yeah, Coast Wrecking Crew who were like part of the Tom Lawler thing. But I never because Royce Isaacs was with NWA with um. Bram, the guy who he used to be called Bram. Who's right, Bram, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were a thing for a while, and then he left, and he looks like he's on the gas because he's gotten way <laughs> bigger. Um, there's a special singles match, uh, a 30-minute time limit of Mystico versus TJP. So that'd be a uh, decent match. Yeah. Uh mind Good you, city. yeah, like mind you, so <laughs> this one isn't even the headline of the show. A 30-minute strong open weight championship match. Eddie Kingston versus Kojima. Not main event. Not main event. Uh, and the because, match will probably stink, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, Kojima is too old. I love Kojima, but, you know. And I'm not a And And fan. Eddie Kingston, yeah. It'd He's be a good slow the match. He can't work. Like, he should be a main event. Like, all right. And then the next, after that, you have a 15-minute World Television Championship match with Zack Sabre Jr. versus Mike Bailey. That was... That would be a sick match. The speedball Mike is, Bailey? Yeah, speedball Mike Bailey. That's the one I would definitely go pay money for. Like, that one would have been dope. Then you have a special 30-minute tag match of David Finley and Kenta versus John Moxley and Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, Interesting. I, mm. I can't stand Finley there, bro. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not like. Uh, Wheeler is the only one I'm decently interested in, only because he is a, uh, my friend Jackson Stone, aka Aaron Masterwitz, who uh, of you are loved. That's his friend, and so I'm like, oh. okay, Wheeler, and I've you know I've uh, met Wheeler through you know secondhand services and stuff. But like oh, other really? than that, yeah, good dude, very nice man. But like the other three don't interest me at all. Mox is gonna bleed for you know <laughs> getting farted on. Uh, Finley is boring, <laughs> and Kenta is just dumb. Um, so <laughs> why? Yeah. Why is Kenta dumb suddenly? Look, because I've, I've never been a Kenta fan. I never understood. Really? Yeah. Look, I watched some wow. of this stuff. And I'm just like, meh. Okay, cool. So after that, we have a 60 minute IWGP Women's Championship match of uh, Mayu Iwatani versus Stephanie Vakur, and I don't know who that is. So I don't know who either one of them are, but I know who Julia is and uh, Mariah May. Be, yeah, well, Julia's supposed to be at the PWC, uh, the performance. Oh, yeah, I wish. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm hearing WB's interested for sure. Mm-hmm. She, she was there supposedly last week or the week before. Uh, might be a great signing, dude. Is uh, she's pretty up there, uh, as far as that goes. And then the main event for the never open weight championship Shingo Takagi versus Trent Beretta. Yuck. I love Shingo, but Trent, yeah, please. So that was that was last night, and so, but you know, now that I know that Lance, because Lance is in New York today for a signing or something and, and all that, so last night he was in Oakland for the trios match, which will air tonight because for as some the reason, main event, I believe, is it okay? Well, yeah, he's in the main event, dude. Is it uh, cool because? Normally, Rampage is taped, right? Usually. Well, they do do Rampage sometimes live, but it hasn't been done in a long time. You said doo-doo. You said (laughs) doo-doo. Me? Did I? Yeah, you said doo-doo. Well, anyway, Rampage is kind of doo-doo at times. But um, 
No, yeah. but for real, like, yeah, sometimes he's a Packers yes. fan. Well, he sucks yes. already. Yes, yes. Look, Todd Brantley, <laughs> I agree with you. Packers, go, Pack, go, go, Pack, go. Wait, Todd, are you from, are you from Wisconsin, dude? He's not uh, from Wisconsin, is he? Who? Nah. Todd? The coming king. Know. Yeah. I don't, I don't I think don't he know. is. Yeah. I could be and wrong. Like, yeah. <laughs> He'll tell us anyway. He'll tell lab us. Lab rat, lab rat. No, we're not talking Smackdown yet. We haven't met the... Oh, well, we're just at the hour of customary talking shit. Uh, oh, true. Already. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've met Chase a couple of times. Dark side, uh, very good guy, and very like he was nice to my kid. Like even to even to this point, like. But here's the thing: he will keep receipts, and he did like like I told him because I complimented him on something. He goes, "Hey, was this you?" And he talked about like I had made a negative comment about him, and I was like, I said, "Yes, sir." Like, yeah. What he knew that he looked it up a while back, and, and why? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, but like I was like. So wait, you 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 met him. You said your name. You didn't say you do podcasts. No, no, or anything no, no. Like, that. like online, online. I had I had messaged him online. Oh, uh, okay. And, right. and, but he called me out on my bullshit because it was bullshit. Because like I was saying something nice about him, but then I also said something negative way back. But I it was hate a when they do that, right? It, but no, I mean it's it's fair. And I said, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I was starting in wrestling, and I was kind of repeating what people were saying. Um, I said the more I've <laughs> you watched <said> that. <laughs> but but no, like the more I did watch him, I do, I did respect what he what he became and who he is. And I said, look, I've 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 changed in my viewpoint, and I apologize for saying something like that. Um, you guys do incredible work in having you know friends in the business now. I recognize that this isn't easy work, and so what I appreciate what you do, and I do apologize. He goes, man, you're good. I just you know you know I appreciate you saying that, and you know. But from that point on, it's been great. Like he's been very nice and kind. I mean, like he he does like he friends me on Facebook. Like you know, really, what he, he requested you? No, I like he accepted my. Oh, first okay, I was gonna say yeah, that. yeah, you know. But still, like he didn't have to. You know, I'm just regular. So he spot. remembers you and shit. He remember he actually remembered you. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So like later when I saw him at a local show, man, he's like, hey man. Yeah, I was like, hey, you know, Mr. Owens, this is my son Jacob, and I got a picture with him and stuff like that. And he's like, uh, I said, hey, I just want to thank you again for your you know being so graceful and kind to me online he goes oh man no that's he goes and he goes are you that and it's like yeah and he's like oh man you know hey just he goes man i'm just glad we were able to talk and appreciate it and like super cool dude like very cool dude did not have to be that way at all he could have been an utter dick and had every right to be because i said like i said some pretty shitty things about how he looks like dumpy and you know, da, 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 you know, all this kind of stuff, which I have no right in saying because I'm dumpy looking as well. So, but that's like, why you can say it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but still, you know what I mean, he's like, a professional fuck. wrestler, but still, like, he's in the ring. I'm not. Um, I know, but that, isn't it our job to actually fucking call it how we see it? But I wasn't. I wasn't a podcaster at the time either. Okay, all right. So yeah, he just was, saw just what you were saying on Twitter and whatnot. Right. Yeah, this was this was a while back, and that, and then. Um, you know, but sometimes that that motivates people too. So, um, yeah. I mean, every, look, look, look. Media. Anybody could be a dick. I could be a dick if I really want to. You piss me off hard enough, I could be a dick. It's just a matter of how we behave. And look, we all have our moments. I was a dick when I said that comment about Chase Owens, and you know, Andy was a dick when he banned you last week. Remember that media? <laughs> I wasn't trying to ban him. I was. I put him in timeout, but then apparently he did that. Uh, um, uh, so, that's funny though. Yeah. Uh, oh, was that uh, last week or the week before? I can't that was remember, last week. Still, it was last week. Right. Uh, and Brantley says, "No, I'm from upstate New York. I became a Packers fan because of Brett Fabre." Ah, so, uh, Fabre. 
<laughs> you suck, Todd. <laughs> well, you know. Being a Brett Favre fan, come on, yeah. Brett. Nah. Yeah. I'm joking. What'd you call well, him Favre? We'll call him Favre from now on. <laughs> yeah, I like Colin Favre. Uh, um, <laughs> That's good, though. Brett Favre. Uh. Um, anyway, so is there anything else news-wise? I felt like that was the biggest thing we need to talk about was was CW signing NXT and where the possibility well, of the Well, there's more about the C-Dub shit because okay. TK initially knocked back DW for to have Ring of Honor on there before they actually got NWA and before they got WWE. But Bin claims, and if anyone listened to the Friday Locker Room, uh, Bin said on this past Friday Locker Room that he thinks that t- Tony could be like, now, I don't think this will happen. And imagine this, and this is from Bin, like I said. He thinks he's basically going to buy CW Network, possibly. And, you know, he's just waiting to see what happens and maybe possibly buy CW Network. And just say, hypothetically, he does do that. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine? He's got control over WWE shit. Tell me WWE wouldn't be pissed if that was to happen. Just say. But I don't think it will. I don't know why Ben thinks that, but yeah. Here's the thing. If, If Tony buys CW, right, let's say that's the case. Then that contract that WWE made with CW is now null and void because it's not the same. Would person. it be? Because it's not the same person they made the contract with. You know. So think about. I guess this. it depends on their contract too, though. Like what it says in writing. You know what I mean? Right, but it'll say it'll say with Nextar, right? Like with with Nextar. Right, that, right. I know what you're saying. Right. With you know, the parent so, company. Right, and so if ownership changes hands, then contracts have to be renegotiated. Okay, because but then what about WWE like going with Endeavor? Wouldn't that... because that's a merger? Be that's that that's different. Thing? No, no, because it's a merger. You're keeping the same properties. Okay. You're keeping everything, and and uh, you have a parent company, but you're merging things together. This is Tony Khan outright buying CW, right? Right, that's true. Yeah, you, right. you know, and think about it this way too. Why are there no more W? You know. Uh, DC properties on CW. Nexstar took over controlling programming, right? Even though Warner Brothers and and, and Paramount are still kind of in there. Yeah, they got twelve percent stake or whatever it is. Yeah, right? for both of them, they have seventy right. seven percent stake. So they said this is not the direction we're going anymore. They don't have a say. Warner Brothers and Paramount don't have a say. Nexstar and Dennis Miller, the, who control everything, they're the ones who control the programming because they have controlling interest and they paid for that. So therefore, that's why we're seeing. Nope, these are gone. These are gone. These are gone. This is what we're going to want. This is what we want. This is what we want. And so, if TK straight up buys or takes controlling interest, now again it goes back to all these contracts need to be renegotiated. Yeah. You know? Oh well, then that defeats the purpose, and it wouldn't be as good. So then that just answers the question. I don't think you'll buy it. Like it just, it's not happening. But I find it weird. And his excuse is that he's very loyal to to. To Warner, uh, Discovery Warner. So, I mean, did he fuck up? I think he did. <laughs> I think he did too. Like, look, let's be honest. We know, um, you know, we know this, right? We know that um, Tony really wanted Ring of Honor somewhere other than a streaming service. That's the only way this makes sense. You know, to have Ring of Honor and and pay for it and everything along those lines. That's the only reason why it makes sense. And the fact that he had to punt because he was an idiot and he couldn't make it work, um, probably because he overvalued Ring of Honor. Let's be honest. Ring of Honor tangentially 
was the third or maybe fourth best, you know, wrestling promotion in the United States, but it was on syndicated TV, you know, not like even here in Dallas, Dallas Fort Worth is a top five market in the United States, Jimmy. You got New York, you got, yes, New York, LA, Chicago, and then I forget the other one, but wasn't Detroit number four, something like that. And then Dallas Fort Worth is number five. Hence is why the Rangers, because of the TV money, we could spend the money for Seager and Sager, uh, Simeon and Sager. And then we're talking about getting Otani. We're talking about adding all these people. Right, did you notice the ratings were at the lowest, though, with the Rangers and the Diamondbacks, I think it was, in the World right. Series? Because we're, we're ha- you know, think about it. You had, but everybody in Dallas Fort Worth area is watching, for sure. Oh, yeah, that, for sure. But that's apparently well, they weren't considered like a big uh, market teams, both of them. And that's why. Well, that's according to our, you know, the real big boss man here at Channel Attitude, Vince Russo. That's what he said. We're a top five market and for media. Like, look, I love Vince, but sometimes he says things with, you know, out (laughs) of his ass. And it's it's a proven fact. Dallas Fort Worth is a top five media market. Um, uh, You know, and so whereas uh, Phoenix is like, I want to say 20th in the United States. Um, So right now you had six and a half million people in the Dallas Fort Worth metroplex area okay six and a half million people so that means let's just say everybody watched right six and a half million people watched baseball and then in the let's say the phoenix area uh uh let's see let's see phoenix you should look it up look up the top the top 10 markets in the u.s look okay right now i'm gonna do that uh texas as a whole is definitely in the top five 100 percent top 10 whether media it's markets. looked at that way right okay all right number one new york sports, two, but... Los Angeles. well I'm, okay, this is right. media this okay is all right all right all media Go, keep going you ready number one new york number two los angeles number three okay and just so that look no we're gonna we're gonna do it this way we're gonna what's we're happening gonna do it th- <laughs> we're gonna do it this way because that way oh good would... good good stuff uh number one new york number two los i was gonna angeles, say philly three, i was gonna say philly for Philly, number five, Dallas, wow. Fort Worth, number six, Houston, number seven, Atlanta, number eight, Boston. Let's keep going. Detroit is gone, man. Detroit used to be in the top five, man. I remember that. Uh, Boston dropped, is number dude. eight. Washington, D.C. is nine. San Francisco is 10. Phoenix is 11. Seattle is 12. Tampa is 13. Detroit is 14. Minneapolis is wow. 15. Denver is 16. Oklahoma is so, so look, look, anytime you want to come at us and say that Dallas is nothing. Dallas is a top five, top five designated media market. And the Rangers play out of Dallas, don't they? They play out of Arlington. In oh, Arlington. With, okay. Between oh. Dallas and Fort Worth. So, okay. uh, the team and, and, that, and Arlington's in that Dallas Fort Worth, uh, market, right. right? Yeah. So, like, you okay. have Dallas, Dallas. Okay. So, like, if I'm looking, and let me do it this way on the camera, if it makes it Dallas is here. So, Dallas <laughs> yeah. is east. Uh, Fort Worth is west, so anything in between and a little bit north and south is considered Dallas Fort Worth. Arlington okay. is smack dab in the middle, so, so ideal that's, that's, right. that's where the Cowboys, the Death Star, Jerry World is, and the Ranger Stadium are all in a complex right there. They have this thing called Texas Live where you can watch games and everything, big bar, and all kinds of restaurants and stuff. Hotels are down there, like you could stay in that area and go to a Rangers game and a football game at the same time if you wanted to um you know and, and just make a whole weekend out of it there's a convention center down there so you could do stuff like it's a whole complex arlington the mayor vandegrift of that area was very 
you know, like we want to make this for the middle of the Metroplex easy to get to, you know, uh, not public transportation wise, but because of all the interstates and everything right, and connections, right. easy to get to. Um, whereas like if you go to Dallas, all right, Dallas itself, Dallas proper has the AAC, the American Airlines Center. That's where the Mavericks and that's where the stars play. To get to Dallas, yeah, I could go to Fort Worth. I could hop onto a, a train called the TRE, and it'll take me to a point, and then I got to hop onto a dark train, Dallas area transit train, and I could take a train to get there. It'll take me two hours or something like that. Or do I drive, and still take me about two hours? Oh yes, that's right, Dark Side. Thank you. Six Flags theme, uh, Six Flags uh, amusement park is right there uh, in Arlington. In, in Arlington. Um, How far is Arlington from Dallas proper? Uh, let me, let me, let me do it. I'm just Dallas. curious because, you know, like Dallas play as in the Cowboys play out of there. You well, said the it, Rangers play out of there as well. So it's 20 miles. So, right. and it's about, and so if you're going to oh, go downtown Dallas to close. kind of downtown Arlington near that Dallas forward there, it's about 20 miles. But remember, uh, the Cowboys practice out of Plano and, and, and in Dallas uh, north of there. Like okay. that's that's north of uh let's see they they they're they're Plano Allen area up there um where the star is so let's let's see Arlington let's go the star in Frisco right to, to Arlington that is minimum if you take toll roads it's forty minutes that's that's not far it's it's I, it, mean, well, I mean okay here all right forty me, minutes me, is not too bad. It's not too bad, but again, let me let me again because again, I have to, I'm gonna have to share screen because people Please. don't people don't understand. I think yeah, you know, I'm surprised the, by Philly how high they are now when you think about it. So here's here's the star in Frisco where Dallas has this giant multimedia thing, right? And that's not even let's okay let's let's go to uh, Dallas Cowboys um, Stadium, AT and T Stadium. Sorry. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna be specific here. All right, so it's about thirty eight minutes, so a minute off from, from Dallas down. proper. Right. So, right. mind you, though, you go this way, you're getting a shit ton of traffic, you know, all the way here. And so here's so there will be a shitload of traffic no matter what. Right. So here's downtown Dallas. Here's downtown Fort Worth. They're about forty miles right. between the two of them. Arlington is literally smack dab in the middle, right here, at twenty miles. This is where I live out here. Okay. So here's Weatherford here. So when I say I'm going to Fort Worth, it takes me 30 minutes minimum to get to Fort so Worth. So you're basically in the suburbs, basically. I no, I'm rural. This is considered okay. Suburb. Well, that does look rural. That does actually look yeah. rural. Yeah, it's very sure. so. I'm, so in the I'm, sticks for real. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm in I'm in rural. So for me to get to the west part of Fort Worth or somewhere kind of near here is 30 minutes minimum. Yeah. You know, okay. Uh, and then so, so what, where you see the white markings is where the city pretty much starts. Pretty the, much, this is considered the Dallas Metroplex area. Right, right, right. The, it's still the part white of Dallas, markings. pretty right. much. Right. Those are those are all like the cities that have come together to form. So like Keller, Lake Worth, Burles, like these are all cities within the Metroplex area, right? Okay. Like so, um, if I like, but if do I you have sub like there's suburbs as well amongst all that, right? Well, you see, that's the that's the kicker part, right? So, Colleyville was a suburb, but because of the sprawl, it's now encompassed right. into this part of this whole thing. So, like, Terrell is kind of a suburb, but not Forney, kind of a suburb, but not Rockwell. This is all because of the sprawl. There's no real suburb anymore, right? That's it's what I was like, going to ask you because it feels like that's what I'm saying. So, 
there really isn't. So where you live, say, for example, is, is, there's got to be suburbs, right? Right. This is rural, right? Cause I know, my, I get that, but like, but you've got the suburbs all around there, right? Like, so, well, they consider towns more so. Okay, so we're, we're, we're blowing the spot here a little bit. This is where I'm at right now <laughs> with a little purple house. Okay. Is. That's where work is. Right. Uh, for us, suburbs is like here, right? So like you're living, out, but you're you're out in the country. You're rural. Like, no, 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 no. I understand that. But when, I, when I'm talking about suburbs, I'm not talking about like I get what you're saying, like yeah. in the burbs, like in the suburbs. Like I'm talking about actual suburbs, though, the names. Like is it actual suburbs? Like, for example, where where I grew up and where where I was from, I'm I'm in Melbourne, right? Melbourne right. Metro. But I grew up in a suburb called Reservoir, for example. So like that would be like Binbrook right here. Okay. So okay. you have Fort Worth here. Binbrook would be considered kind of a suburb, but it's part of the Metroplex sprawl, right? Okay. All right. So, right. I I I understand that also. Yeah. But... So like White Settlement is a city. On its own. That's what I mean. So is there cities and not suburbs more so than anything? Right. Right. So like Westworth Village is kind of a city slash suburb of Fort Worth. Right. Uh, Diamond Hill is kind of like a neighborhood slash suburb of Fort Worth. Uh, But these are also cities that would have been considered suburbs. But because of the growth of cities, you know, and and the sprawl of the Metroplex in general, like all this that you see is a, a lot, a lot of concrete, Jimmy. Like I see the, that I can see that the yeah. the temperature in Mindstown and Weatherford during the summer can be anywhere between three to five degrees cooler than any part of this area right here because of all the concrete. Yeah. Like it does look, look like a concrete jungle for sure, man. Yeah, like it's 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 and I mean it's massive. So like for example, right, my middle sister Erica, she lives. Uh, well, let's here, let's just do this. You're right. I'm just looking up certain things like um, you know, and it says here like Alito, Texas, for for example, right? Right. It's considered a city, but not a like a suburb, like you're saying, right? Yeah, it it because they are their own cities. And Alito right. is one that's so like this is how long it would take me to get to my sister's house in Carrollton. And it says an hour. And I I mean, uh why does it no, I don't do tolls. We yeah, fuck the tolls. Yeah, exactly. You're not gonna tax me for a road. So, so right now, <laughs> so if dumb, I right? so like if I take this route, it's an hour and fourteen, but but more likely it's gonna be closer to an hour thirty because of traffic. And so if I go this way up here and cut over this way, it's an hour thirty, and then I can go up here an hour thirty two if I go this big old loop through Decatur and all that. But I'm looking at a minimum of an hour to get to my sister's house. Like, so if I'm going to go to my sister's house, it's going to be a, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not, and, and now I just put Carrollton. She lives closer up here where this Prestonwood Baptist church is. Like, <laughs> excuse me, she, you know, which is a, is a gigantic church, uh, 20,000 plus people. See where the heart is. That's kind of where my sister lives in this area right here. So, okay. so about, it was still an hour 15, an hour 30 to get there. Um, you know, so like, Dallas Fort Worth area is pretty large. It's it's not like oh like and I say forty minutes, Jimmy, but really it probably could be faster. And this is just Google Maps, and it doesn't sometimes it doesn't account for the traffic to get. To okay. Also, I've noticed uh, like what are suburbs in Texas, for example, is like Cincho Ranch, the Woodlands, uh, Corpel. 
so South okay. Lake Sugarland, apparently okay. this suburbs of Texas. <laughs> okay, let me show you where South Lake is because there is a here's Capel right here. There's a ton right. of money right there. Uh, South Lake is over here by Grapevine. There is so much money in this town, South Lake. How come? Why is that? There's just a lot of people who live in really nice houses in this area. Okay, so that's I mean, an upper, like upper class sort of whole, uh, area. Like you okay, have, so you have. Well, the motherfuckers with money live. They pretty much go to South Lake, right? Mm -hmm. It sounds like it sounds very bourgeois. Look, when you're over here in Keller, you have some money. When you live in South Lake, you have a shit ton of money. When you live in um, Highland Park and University Park over here in Dallas. You have Mark Cuban money. Mark Cuban lives over oh, here. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. George Bush lives over here in this area. Like the president. This where his where his Really? Oh, I can see that. I'll just look that yeah. up. Like wow. Yeah. George W. Bush the right here. That's his, that that's SMU right here. But his Dallas house is in this area, you know. Um, holy shit. You know, so um, you know, that's 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 that. So, you know. If I want to go to Dallas, so here I am. Okay, let's say let's say I want to go to wrestling tonight, right? So uh, this is where I would have to go to go to Dallas. An hour and thirty five. Yeah, you know, and mind too you, bad. I'm, Still a bit of a hike, but not too bad. I'm going through downtown Dallas, and yeah, it says, "Oh, look, here's Dallas." And of course, this is always like this. I ain't doing that shit. I ain't fighting traffic there, and and you know. <laughs> Arlington right here. Unless you take the it. toll, right? I'm not taking that toll. And that'll probably cut your 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 cruise a lot less okay. if you did take the toll, right? Let's see. Let's see if I took the toll off. Right? All right. Hour 35. Oh, that's yeah, useless. There's no real toll. That's so, fucking stupid. What's the point of the tolls then, man? Yeah. Like you they have these like you know, lanes where you could pull into and go like, oh hey, cool. Um, so let's say I yeah, want we've to got go tolls to... too, man. I hate them, bro. All right, let's for the uh New Japan show last night. Let's say I wanted to do that, right? It's the Curlis Cobalt Center, right? It's gonna, it would take me an hour 33 to get there, you know, from it's my It's not house. too bad, not too bad. It's a, it's a bit of a drive, but it's not. But Jimmy, if I'm done at 10 o'clock at night and I have to drive, I ain't doing that shit. Yeah, no, it's a bit of a pull. You'll get home at midnight pretty much. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I know. Like, That's you know, pretty... the, the show the show in Fate starts at 7 or probably at like 9 or 10 because uh, I've done it before. And right. it's fine. It's cool, you know, uh, but I don't I don't want to do that. And if I'm driving by myself, I definitely don't want to do that. Yeah, so, no, fuck that. You'll probably you know? fucking get sleepy and shit. You'd have to have someone there just to, you know, just to talk, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, like no. the only thing I could see pulling that off is, like, my parents have a house five minutes from here from where my, like, Five minutes where my sister lives up here. And you just go and stay there, for example. And, and spend the night there. Drive there to spend the night because that'd be less of a drive. But still through, again, this is so populated, Jimmy, that it's stupid. Like, the amount of people. Like, I've driven this at midnight and still gotten to, like, bumper-to-bumper -bumper slow traffic in this area. That's because fucked, dude. I've been hearing a lot of people are moving to Texas in general, bro. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, but what's the population like? Like, even just... Here, where we're at now, what would be the population roughly? Well, this All is of this though six six point five million. That's what I was telling you. Shit, this this area right here that I'm showing on the map, this entire area right here, six point five million people. That's just as much as us here, man, in Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, that's like, not as a whole. Area that's Melbourne. That is like so, and they they're starting to consider Denton 
and then Prosper and McKinney all the way up here, uh, all the way over here to Rockwall, all the way down to Seagoville, Hutchison, Red Oaks, Midlothian, Mansfield, Burles, like this whole circle right in here is considered the Dallas-Fort Worth metroplex area. Oh, and by the nice. way, all these lakes are manly, man-made lakes, by the way. No natural ones? No natural ones. You want to see the only natural lake in the state of Texas? Is there such a thing? Yes. It's this lake Please right show here. Please show me. I, I love to, I love it's, to see. It, it's Cadu Lake right here, but it borders Louisiana and Texas. Oh, cool. So that's the border right here between uh, Louisiana and Texas? Yeah, right there. So, so you, you cross take, that lake and you're right into Louisiana. You're in the middle of the lake. Like, you could be in the lake and you could be in Texas. So that's the whole, see, like, some parts, if you're right off of it, you're if you're you're in Louisiana, but like right here, oh, you're in Texas, right, you're fishing right. in Texas. Oh, well, well, how does you crossed that work? over. Oh yeah, okay, I see you, that. And now yeah. you're illegally fishing because you have Texas license, but you're fishing in Louisiana. Ah, that's a beautiful. So, you know. Yeah. So this is that's Cadu Lake, which is between, and so this is where I grew up. Yeah, Lafayette, right. Mm -hmm. So. I grew, actually, do, you miss, do you miss Louisiana at all? Or no? I miss the food. I miss the food. So actually, if we want to be a hundred percent honest, um, I grew up out here. Um, so where is it? Let me do this. Uh, Did you like Lafayette, uh, like in general, like compared to like, or do you prefer Texas? Uh, like the food um is better would you say uh, does your accent stand out to the locals uh this is where i grew up so on this we call it burbridge highway okay and let's see so there is the road ends here but there's a, a trailer over here i'm, I'm gonna see if i can do city view Man. you should you should be able to yeah, let me let me look at it. Oh, layers. Let me let me do this. Okay, so this is my dad's yard right here. Okay, for the old. I mean, he's not there anymore, obviously. Oh no, but shit! This trailer right here, that's where I grew up. Oh no way! Yeah. So that's awesome. when when I like when I was a kid. There's not. It does. It looks like they moved the trailer and they got rid of it. Um, yeah, it looks like there's nothing there, really. Yeah, yeah, because there was a trailer right here. So you see this space right here? Right. That right, was yeah. where our trailer was for over forty something years. That trailer got no put in shit. the day the day I was born, November twenty second, nineteen seventy eight. That trailer went wow. in. Wow. Um, and we lived there forever. There was this was where the garage but was, was. This whole land, your family's like here. Uh, I don't know how it worked, honestly, Jimmy, because like. We had a fence and a dog run and everything like okay, that. Okay, all right. And and so like this, I don't know if my dad owned this land or if he rented it for Mister Vernon or whatever. But this was my dad's office. So like where this where this like uh, the front main office is here, and yeah. they had a shop and everything here. And this was the back door to my dad's office in this corner right here. And then oh, they have shit. a machine machine shop and everything there. So when I was a kid, when I was two, three, four years old, and my sister was younger. I would sleep here and I pretend to sleep and I would sneak out of the house, unlock the door, sneak out of the house, cross this yard. Mind you, there are trucks coming in with oil pipe <laughs> and compressors and all kinds of stuff. Cross the road, come over here to Miss Dale's office in the front because she had she had candy and coloring books. And <laughs> candy and, coloring and I books. well no, and that's why I would go. And, right, right, that's and I and I and I'd want to see my dad and I want to see daddy. And so yeah. 
I need to go see Miss Dale. And, you know, she'd have to call my mom, who would have to walk over, come get me and spank me all the way back. They had they yeah. had to learn they had to start burning child safety locks on the doors and everything. Oh no, because, because of you of, because of me. So yeah. So that's this is where that I grew up. You off as a kid. Oh. Look, I found ways to sneak out of the house when I was a kid. Cool. <laughs> of so course, this is absolutely. where I grew up for the first eight years of my life. And then tell me you didn't go wandering off in the fucking sticks there, bro. Oh yeah. Into Dude, the woods. Oh no. Uh, oh oh yeah. Like th- there was a whole like that uh let's go back to uh that would have been pretty cool though. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Let me let me show you where I would go, right? When I was a kid. Did you ever uh, go like missing and your parents were freaking out or <laughs> no? Okay, uh, I, I was worse at malls than I was anything else. So okay. So this wooded area right here, I would go right. and play around in. Right here, there's like a, what we call a creek or a bayou. Right here, right a creek. So right, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't run that area because. Tell me, you, you, know, you didn't have gators there and shit, did you? I don't know. We had snakes. There, there was times there. Was snakes oh, snakes, were definitely. There's snakes yeah. all over. Well, especially so, for me. Like we, <laughs> but when I got older, snakes. we had three wheelers or four wheelers. My dad kept in the thing oh, and we'd awesome. ride around. And then there was a um, right over in this area. There was a. My dad had like a car washing station, so his guys could car wash his car and keep it for clean. the trucks and shit as well. Yeah, like and, obviously, and yeah, yeah but, and they wouldn't have to pay for it, and he would take care of it, and we would right, wash right, it right. up. And there was uh, a little. You probably had truck. a little gas station too there, right? No. I assume. No, no, okay. no, no, no. We we filled up with like gas cans, and we take it to the whatever. Oh, right. But there was a little ramp to do that. But we built a ramp to connect to this woods, and we would run the oh, cool. go karts and everything, and we just hang out. In these oh woods. no shit! Yeah, and so then. We we lived there till I was eight, and then um, when I was after I was eight, Mill Valley Run, Lafayette, Louisiana, we moved to all the way across town. So here, 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 Shit. here, here, um, we moved into this neighborhood called the Settlement, right here, right. and we lived right here. This oh, nice! Now, the pool as well. We had a pool, but this wasn't oh, here. Awesome. This this right. garage wasn't there. Uh, that okay. came after the extension whoever bought there. The house. Yeah, um, that's a garage. Oh yeah, it probably looks this, like a looks like a, a great garage. That's for sure. It's a, it's a detached garage because we didn't have a garage. This was a carport. They okay. added on a garage later. My dad had a garage, and then they changed it even some more. Um, Big house though, man. It's it's it was a nice house to grow up in. And then of course the Vermilion River was right here. Oh, so wow. then I would go across the street and play over here, or um, where it ended back here. There were only a couple houses, and see, like none of this was here, so this okay. was all just like forest and shit. Wow, like, none of this was was back here at all. So you know, you still have a lot of snakes around there, though, man, for sure. Yeah, yeah we right we, by we, the creeks and the rivers and shit. Yeah, fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so we would sneak. We got some rattles there around. too, bro. <laughs> uh, no, mostly water moccasins. Okay, yeah. they're pretty bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, they they would mess you up. Um, that was that was a that was a tough one, but yeah, that's that's where I grew up, you know. Um, and so, how long were you there for? Like over here? Uh, so I, from eight till I till I moved to go to seminary here in Fort Worth at twenty two. So that was okay. 02. So uh, that was two thousand two. So so you moved out of your parents' place by two thousand two. You were out. Yeah, yeah. So I moved up here to Fort Worth and. Well, I take that back because I mean I did California. I was I played baseball out there. And then I came oh, back, really? and, you know, and then I was yeah. And then when I got hurt and I couldn't play anymore, 
I got on the girls' softball team. And then because I did that and I got my school paid for, my parents let me stay in the house because I couldn't really get a job because it was always. Were your parents the type, get the fuck out, like at a certain age? No, not. Oh, look, not that they wouldn't take you back in, but were they like hinting it per se? No, no, no. But like, I also wasn't going to be that kid who's going to stick around all the time. Right, right. You know, like I, 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 like I I worked for what I did. And I mean, I knew that I needed to be responsible and start, you know, doing um you know adult things and you know that's you know see if this is what i love about the american system per se because for example you guys are like sort of i don't want to say trained but like you know fixated like you know you go to college a lot of kids go interstate for college right right but it teaches you how to fucking live on your own Mm -hmm. you know what i mean from a young age you know, without having your parents around the corner. Like, if you're interstate, you, there's no chance you, you're going to go running to your mum or dad's house because they're just too far. You can't just, you know what I mean? So it teaches yeah. you how to, like, live on your own and responsibilities. Whereas here, we, we, we don't have that way. Like, here, you, you go to college locally. You never go interstate. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just for whatever reason. I'm sure there were people that did that, but it wasn't a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... Like, I think if they sort of instilled that type of stuff with us here, it would have been a lot better off for a lot of people, I think. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's <laughs> so, the one thing I do appreciate. Yeah. And, uh, look, I'm just not catching the chats because I was looking at the map. And um, uh, <laughs> home of, Fort Worth is a home of Radio Shack. Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> also, across from the Star, they have a really good mall there. Yes. Uh, the Star in Frisco, if you ever look at it, Jimmy, it's this massive complex that Jerry Jones built. It's their practice facility, but they host high school football games that can hold like 20,000 okay. people there and stuff wow. like that. And they have a full, like almost, they have like a, a Cowboys mini like field out in front. Kids play there all the time. Uh, See, that's media. another thing I love about the States, man, how you guys take high school sports and college sports yeah. dead serious, man. Yeah. I mean, they give you a chance to actually become a, a pro because of the college and high school system man with sports our sports yeah. was not in high school or college is nowhere near on that level no one turns up to watch anything really you know what i mean say like, high school i uh, yeah the, the private high schools i'll say yeah because they've got big sporting like they give out scholarships mm-hmm. but that's all the private schools you know what i mean not the yeah the public ones no chance yeah uh okay uh so, oh, uh, that's South Fork Ranch. Um, that um, and uh, let's see, I, I could show you where that is, Ball, but I kind of John definitely uh, misses the beads, Todd. <laughs> yeah, I was that. And Billy Bob's <laughs> in downtown Fort. It's north of Fort Worth, in the stockyards is what they call it. You can go to the stockyards of Fort Worth. They have a cattle drive every day where they move cattle through the through downtown or the stockyards of Fort Worth. And Billy Bob's is right there. I've been to. Quite a few shows at Billy Bob's. It's a great venue. And then, uh, yes, Todd, I do miss the food and the beads. Uh, and if you know what that means, you know what that means. If you uh, know, you know. <laughs> oh, don't, please. Show me something, mister. Hey, D's dad show did that, actually. Mister. D's dad went to Louisiana and came back with a lot of beads. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <they> Sorry, D. <laughs> I'll put in. I didn't hear that. <laughs> Oh my God! Hey Jimmy, even though that's a, funny, but oh, I'm not gonna lie. It's an hour thirty-five. Uh, Do, should we get back to talking yeah. wrestling? And, Is that uh, a record? Have we ever gone uh, this long without talking really about wrestling? Well, we did start talking. Yeah, wrestling, we, but... we were talking stuff like that. Uh, uh, shit, I didn't realize an hour and a half. Yeah. 
wow. is there is there any other news or anything that we need to discuss <laughs> or cover before we get into it's wrestling's again? fault that freaking led yeah. us to here to be honest um any other news um there was one more thing but now it's just left my mind but uh <laughs> maybe i'll get well vince sold some of his stocks yeah i don't know if you heard about that but but Did that you find was... that interesting no no because here's the thing um as part of uh, some of the things we saw with Endeavor, it came out this week that one of the things that they showed in one of the reports um, that Vince was a liability. Um, I'm surprised that they've come out publicly and said that. Yeah. So uh, I'm not, you know, I mean, you think about it now. This is, this is a publicly traded company, um, you know, that, and you have to take into all those considerations. You know, I guess uh, for sure. Yeah, and and you have to list your your liabilities as well as your assets. And let's be honest, with the lawsuits and everything going on, Vince is a liability, and they have to disclose that. That's something that has to be addressed and said. And so it's not surprising to me that that's what they listed it as. But um, because it can be something that can cost Endeavor in the long run. So you know, it doesn't surprise me at all as we go forward from that. And so I think in turn, him selling is, is there. It's a subtle way for him to say you, them to say, you need to go. You uh, think so? Yeah. Because he, he didn't dump all of his stocks. Right. True. He dumped, no, right. He, he dumped some of them. Right. And so therefore, uh, because also think about it too, when Vince dumps his socks, that means there's more stock options on the market now for people to get right. into. Uh, but apparently know, uh, Endeavor or Ari Emanuel bought them. And still. Vince, be, for whatever right, reason. Right. Because because they need him gone. and they. But you don't want to. Look, Jimmy, what's what's bigger? That Vince sold all of his stocks or he just dumped a few of his stocks? Well, technically, if he sold all his stocks, I mean. Right. You know. Right, but, but wouldn't that really piss him off? I mean, think about it. Wouldn't he feel like he got double crusty in the way? Sort of. No, Jimmy. He was. This is get... not what he wanted, dude. He did this out of spite. You and I both know that, man. No, was Jimmy, a ba- and, and power. He did it for power. No, and now he he's didn't. he's losing it. He had to because Jimmy. He was going to cost the WWE so much money with well, these because of all the bullshit. Everything. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I really do. And so this saved... That's a different take than anyone has ever actually I know, because this saved their ass because of that. And then in turn, now they're going to be like, oh, like, look, Vince, we're going to do this, but we're saving your ass. So you've got to slowly back out. You've got to slowly kind of make your way out the door. And so this is what they're going to do it gradually. Kind of like you and I talked about... you know about with this whole let's okay let's tie it in let's tie it in the lwo storyline oh my god bro you know did we call this or what (laughs) did we i called this motherfucker you're the one i called it dude i said that kalita was gonna turn they're taking too well they did i felt well think about it didn't it feel abrupt no i feel like the the fact that they went all out with with santos actually turning like I didn't expect it tonight where he was literally going to turn, turn. I did. I thought they I were going to tease it a little bit more. All right. Let's, and let's, then let's he turns. Let's, let's, All right, let's get into it. Let's get this yes. done. Let's, let's, let's bang this out because uh, let's be honest, this was not a, this was a whatever show. Uh, so last <laughs> night, last night, Just November 10th, 
on the Marines' yeah. birthday, uh, the Marines' birthday, uh, we had SmackDown from Columbus, Ohio, at the Nationwide Arena. Michael Cole, Kevin Owens, and Kevin Patrick were on the call because Corey Graves had a baby, him and Carmella, and that was and called it the, and called his kid Dimitri. Funny enough, yeah, um, <laughs> that's different. And uh, guess what? I did not miss Corey Graves one bit. So. Um, Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens kind of sucked though. Let's be real. Look, I he's better. Than he's Corey not that Graves. good, really. He's better than Corey oh, Graves. Come on, yes. come on. So Kevin Owens comes out with his music, and they say he's going to be joining the commentary team. And he had a tie on. And he says, "Hey, thanks to Nick Aldis for the tie because I don't own ties or wear ties." And he was wearing his KO shirt and pants, and then he had the tie on, which was hilarious. That's funny. Uh, good. It was like like what was the thing? I think I felt like. He wasn't over the top, which is okay. He was understated right. and like like with it was that kind of thing. He at he did what his job was as a color commentator. Um he was he definitely provided the color the, guy, right? Yeah, he, he he was there to provide the color, the you know, like the the little things. Like, yeah, I don't really own a tie, I don't have tie. So shout out to Nick Aldis for giving me a tie, you know, like that like why he was dressed that way as a commentator, as a commentator booth. For that reason, you know, so he could be commentator. And then later on, you know, you know, Nick Aldis told me that I'll be suspended if I do anything. So I'm not going to do anything like and he said that early, which, you know, paid off later. It's those little things that he did throughout the night that I felt was better. Um, and he probably was losing his voice. Um, he was. He was. He actually acknowledged that he was saying because that. think about it. He's never talked for that long on a show, right? I mean, he was a two-hour show. He's not conditioned to be a commentator and talk that long, right? I mean, that's, that's you got to build your way up to that. you got to have that, you know, stamina, and it's different than talking on a microphone for 30 seconds. It's, right. you know, you've got to be able to, to go a longer period of time. Um, look, I'm going to be honest. When I'm done with these shows, you know, take a break, you know, because I don't need to talk as much. But, we had that happen. Then we had the LWO season come out, and Ray was saying Logan stole his belt, and he couldn't beat him if it wasn't for the brass knuckles. And then Carlito's yeah, the music fact Logan hit. thanked him and said sorry at the end of the match. Yeah, in Saudi Arabia is kind of funny to me. That was yeah. there. He, and Ray's like, you know what you did? He goes, hey, I did what I had to do. You did <laughs> yeah. the same thing, you know. <laughs> and uh, and but like here and here, the Carlito's music hits. He gets into the ring. And it was talked about Carlito. He says, Ray is blaming the wrong person. You should blame the person who left the Brack Nestle on the ring apron, Santos Escobar. We talked about this. You thought it was dumb. And I said, This is this. They're building a story. And Carlito. Uh, I, I thought what was dumb for a moment? The Brass Knuckles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did think and that I said was they're dumb. Building, Sorry, yeah. I said they're building a story. They're going to. And of course, Carlitos. Oh, no. I knew the, the turn was going to happen. It's just the Brass Knuckles beat was a bit, you know. Yeah. That's just so, me, but yeah. And then, so they start arguing, and Santos leaves the ring. It's ready to follow him, the rest of the LWO. And then you have Bobby Lashley and Carlito. So, like, look, this is the whole point, Jimmy. Carlito comes in and stirs shit up. But here's the problem. This is the problem. Let, let me let me get you this, all right? Before I know you there got you something. Go let me go with this. And what we see later after this match, Bobby Lashley and Carlito have a match. Uh, Bobby Lashley wins. All that fun stuff. But where, what, what happens in the Street Profits afterwards, this is the problem. Ray is doing the same thing that he did with Dominic. He didn't squash shit, right? Shit should have been. If you're going to be the daddy, the father figure, you got to spank your kid sometimes. He didn't do that with Dom. Look what happened. He's not doing it with Santos and Carlitos and all this kind of stuff. Look what happens. 
Ray is trying to be the ultimate good guy babyface and not upset anybody. And what happened? He upset Santos and caused a whole shit of problems because he didn't address things. You have to address them. This is that story that Ray is a deadbeat dad. It's pulling back <laughs> from that Dominic thing. It's pulling back like from Like LA Logan Noakes Paul said to him a few weeks back. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> I'll spank his ass for you. Like, he's... <laughs> yeah. It's it's pulling from this story that we've built this whole time of Ray Ray's almost too much the ultimate baby face, right? And so this is now biting him he in is. the ass to nauseam too, dude. Exactly, think, yeah. And this is biting him in the ass because now you brought in Carlitos, who who's a shit stirrer and, and a cheater, and and Santos <laughs> definitely is, shit stirrer. Yeah, and Santos used to be that guy, but he's not anymore. And he was doing, and that's what he's saying. This was supposed to be us, you know, he, like. He, like, and Santos isn't wrong. He built the LWO. It was Legado de, de, de Plasma. It was he you, built yeah. all that. And then Ray right. came in and said, let's make this the LWO. And they were going to do it together. Then he brought True. in Carlito without talking to Santos. True. Ray did that on his own. Remember, because it was racist, I'll make a call. Didn't tell Santos that's who it was. Didn't know who was coming. Then Carlitos make, uh, makes an appearance. And, and from there, it's just gone downhill. Because... Ray's the one to step up when Santos couldn't do it. And Ray's the one, and Ray's the one. And then when they had their match, you know, Santos could have won it, but Ray came, you know, all this kind of stuff. We're building and building and building, and we built this whole thing. And again, this is where, Jimmy, you kept saying they're taking too long, they're taking too long. I'm like, no, 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 they're doing this right. Only because we didn't see the cracks, like, proper, like, up until – crown jewel they could have done but, so much more to but i to did that, that's right? the whole point i know storytelling and i see the cracks already oh, i knew on. i knew the moment ray said i'm going to call someone i didn't tell oh, yeah of course right that's when it started like because but santos was, didn't look like he was that frustrated you know what i'm saying well yeah. that's the, that's that's the whole point jimmy it's like okay well i'm gonna trust ray right i'm gonna trust ray and okay carlito comes in cool uh, okay, but it's not really working out. But okay, I'm gonna trust Ray. I'm like he keeps trusting Ray. Ray keeps biting Santos in the ass. And Santos is the one who takes the pin. Santos is the one who's who's dealing with he the fallout from all this kind of stuff because of Ray. And so it's that frustration of Ray. Like Ray, how could you think this? We, you know, I helped start this, and then you came in and we built this together. You said this is gonna be us. You think that I would intentionally do that on purpose? No, I was more concerned about. Do you think it did look shady though at the time? Um, talking about a crown jewel with the with the knuckle busters. Look, could it could it have been done better? Yes, shady. No, because like no, I no. When I say about, shady, I'm talking about storyline wise. Not no, no. Not like I, I like way, I yeah. figured I figured this was going to be a way to get the heat on Santos. Like I look. So you I, think K Fabe right that Santos didn't really mean to do what he did? I think I think kayfabe he really did not mean it, and Carlito was going to stir shit up. Right, right. And okay. say, look, you left. This we all, we both knew that Carlito was the second he was part of that. We knew somehow Carlito yeah. is going to fuck this group up. We just yeah. didn't know how yet. And right. Well, now it's obvious how it's happening. Right. But uh, continue, so, please. Yeah, and so like again, that's where the story continues because it's pulling on things that we've seen all the way back with Dominic. Right, uh, right, Ray, right. not taking care of his kid, not spanking his kid, not doing so. Basically, he's not a good leader. <laughs> he's not a good leader, or a good father, or a good father. He's not, and I mean, th this is what this story has been doing this whole time. And he's trying to be the good guy. He's trying to be the baby face, and that's why this happened. 
you know? And so then we have Bobby Lashley in the match, which look, this is a long match, you know? Uh, you think it, so? It went, uh, look, they had Bobby Newman come out. I wasn't that bored though. I wasn't that bored because of all the not, drama that was happening. Right. I'm not saying that it was a boring match. I'm just saying I was surprised the amount of time Lashley and Carlito got, especially opening the show, because you had a commercial break, match starts. Then you had a commercial break, and then the end of the show, and then the Street Profits hit. You know, so you had it was a this is essentially a two almost three segment match. I watched it with no ads, so that I got a different perception here. Okay. So. so okay, so the way it starts is they're arguing Bobby Lashley's music come out while you know Zelina Vega and them run off to the Santos. And they come out and they're talking and then they go to a commercial break. So then when they come back from the commercial oh, break, really? the bell rings. Right. And that's where we have Carlito and we have B-Fab backstage watching, which was weird Absolutely, and didn't right. really do anything. And then we do all that. And then when Lashley throws Carlito into the ring post, they go to a commercial break. And they I think they had picture in picture or something like that. And they're back from Carlito. Carlito, Carlito with a shoulder tackle is off the top rope. Um, and we see Ashante Adonis talking to B-Fab backstage. And then... Basically, the LW gets involved as the Street Profits are on the outside of the ring. Santos runs in and breaks it up, and then Carlito is distracted as Lashley hits him with a spear and gets the cover one, two, three. Um, again, remember, Ray got hit, and and Santos sent you know Carlitos to the back, you know, for the week before or whatever. Um, with that, again, because Santos cares about Ray, but Ray's not giving that same care and respect back, right? You know, well, he chose Carlito over Santos when you think about it, right? And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Think about all that Santos has done for Ray, and Ray is not giving him the respect back. It's now Carlito is the new favorite toy. So <laughs> Santos, when Ray's getting attacked and they don't know by who, he sends him to the back, or they know by, by Logan Paul, he sends Carlito to the back, right? right? Because it makes sense. You need to go, hey, go, go, go do that. And then. You know, I've got this because Santos doesn't care about himself. He cares about Ray, right? He's willing to take on those two guys by himself because he wants to make sure Ray is okay. But when it comes down to it, Ray's not doing the same respect and love for him. So this is why this happens where the Street Prophet Pack Carlito and Santos comes in and he kind of watches him. And because he's, look, Jimmy, let's be honest. Someone accuses you of something and then they need help. How are you going to respond? Of course. No, that makes You're total sense. But. Do you think Santos was already jealous of Carlito from day dot since Carlito has joined the faction? I don't think it was day dot, but I think uh, from day one, but I think it was from the moment that he sees what Ray is doing with Carlito versus him and how he treats him versus it's that favored child routine, right, right. you know? Well, he knows Carlito a lot longer and goes way back with him compared to Santos. So, But you created something with Santos, right? right. That's true the too. LWO, true too. You, you know what I mean? Like, blood sweat and tears and so ray checks on carlito and escobar attacks ray from behind and ray gets to his feet and they argue ray slaps escobar numerous times and he falls on the apron and like it's a whole thing so ray fights back you know because he's like hey what are you doing but then ray those slaps doing... bro were great by the way <laughs> yeah uh, uh yes i agree christian cage is a better dad than ray much better um, dad Oof. please but even that's, close. The whole, <laughs> that's the whole point of this, Jimmy, is that at the end of the day, Ray is what everybody has been saying about him. We're seeing that now. And in turn, I almost was like, it's about damn time, Santos. You know, <laughs> like, like, I understand he's going heel, but it was done in such a sympathetic way to where I like, I can understand. Yeah, Santos I didn't want to do it today. 
we will yeah. get to beef whatever. <laughs> right. But, uh, and that's, yeah. you know, I mean, yes. Was it a little telenovela? Yes, it was. But that was <laughs> the whole point of it is this fact that Ray has just completely dismissed Santos. So do you think Carlito will also turn it on Ray? And do we, like, you know, I was saying a long time back that it'll be Carlito and Santos. And it's before Carlito even joined the LWO. I was saying when Kalita does come in on television, him and Santos were going to turn on Ray. Do you think we're still going to get that? I don't know. I, I look. I think this is one of those things where uh, Carlito is going to be like the man behind the man. Like he's that's what I'm be, saying. That's what I mean. Right. Like, but no, but Ray's. This the was man. what he was wanting to do. Yeah, but right. yeah, yeah. I think Kalita wants to explode this from the inside for whatever reason. Like, yeah, because he's Puerto Rican and not. Mexican. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Mexicans yeah. and Puerto Ricans, they're pretty, uh, you they know, don't like a robbery. Other. Right. They, yeah, they don't right. like each other. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I mean, so, yeah, you know, but and then, you know, so then we go to commercial break when we see Santos say he loves him and Zelina breaks up and he tells her that they built this together and walks away. And then we have a commercial break and we come back and we see Santos walking out with a suitcase and he, she asks why he attacks her and he says he had it coming and storms off. Because again, He's look. I tell me where he's not justified in his actions. Well, if no, you you're at, right. If you look in the entire scope of Ray Ray Mysterio and this story from Dominic all the way to now, tell me where he's unjustified. <laughs> That's funny how you put it like that because I feel bad saying this because it's going to make Ray look bad if they're going to start using you're a deadbeat leader, you're a deadbeat dad. You're just a deadbeat, basically. Yeah. I can picture Ray starting to cry. Look what you did to your son. Look what you did to us. And you're just a piece of shit, basically. You're no father. You're, you're no leader. You're nothing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm waiting yeah. to see Santos's reasoning behind everything. Like, I'm actually looking forward to what he has to say. But, I mean, you and, don't need to because it's all No, there. I know. I, I get it. I get it. But I am looking forward to, like, seeing what he really... There's going to be more to it than just what we're saying mm -hmm. clearly there has to be i'm just um the only thing i'm just not sure about is where does carlito carlito is shit stirring a big time but at the same time he was right but let's call the elephant in the room didn't he say that in those words fuck yeah you know let's not beat around the bush fuck that let's fucking talk about what really happened and that's you know fireworks started the second he said that pretty much you know what i mean but if you notice later like he didn't hit Carlito, though, either, Santos. He attacked Ray instead. He just pushed because, Carlito out. Because Ray is the Ray is the problem. Right. You know, Ray That's why not, I'm saying. Ray Does that mean they kick Ray out? No, Ray did Dude. not stand up for Santos. Like, that's the whole bit. Like, Ray did not go, no, Carlito, you, no, you can't say that. This guy has been with me from the beginning. We built this together. Blood, sweat, and tears. He did not intend to do this. He didn't do that at all. He did not right. stand up for Santos at all. I mean, think about it. He didn't this, stand up for Kalito either until he hit Santos, I guess. But here's 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 the thing, Jimmy. Think about this. You have two friends, right? And one's a little bit of a, 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 a shit bag, a, a D bag. And he fucking you, is. <laughs> you know, Carlito's it. Carlito is. And then you have Santos, who's, you know, you, you know, but you've you known both of these guys for a minute. And the, the one who's a little bit nicer and better gets accused by the D bag, and you don't stand up for him. 
How are you going to react, Jimmy? You're not going to be happy. No, about you're it. right. You're right. You're, you're not. You're right. not going to be happy about the fact that your friend, who you've built stuff with, and you have an enterprise going together, and you put blood, sweat, and tears with, is going to listen to this d bag who's saying you're trying to sabotage. <laughs> think back. You know, like you're. I mean, think about it, Jimmy. I would react the same way. You know, be like, "What the hell, man? You're not going to stand up for me when this d bag is trying to tear down what we've been put, building and put together." Like, what the fuck? Like, that's Does he set up. A three-way type of dealio, or does Carlito really stick with Ray for now? I think I think for now the story is, um, you because here's the thing, right? Santos is out. Carlito has kind of done his thing to make sure that everybody doesn't like him, right? Because we saw that's what I mean. Like, there's got to be a purpose behind this with right, Carlito, right. right? That's that's what I'm saying. Let me let me let me get there. He's done that. Now he needs time to make Ray look bad. So that So now- you think this is a whole thing and we said this anyway. So he's do- Kalita is literally doing this on purpose making, you know, imploding from the inside basically. So he can to get he his can way. In, he, he, he can be in charge of the LWO. Right, like we originally said a long right. time ago. Right. Yeah. Now yeah, the question is the question is does he do it overtly where he's he kicks Ray out and he's a leader or does he do it uh, subvertly where he's the man behind Ray and he's telling Ray what to do and he's telling Ray how to behave. He's telling Ray the things that he needs to hear so that he can do that. You know, that's, I think that's where we're at. And it's like, what is Carlito's intention? Is it right. going to be to overtly take over and kick Ray out? Or is it to be the man behind the man where he's telling Ray what to do? And Ray kind of like uh, in Lord of the Rings, the strings, where, a puppet master, you know what I mean? Right. Like in, like in Lord of the Rings where Grima Warntung is the one who's talking for the king, you know, and and Aomir and and saying, telling him, hey, this is what you're doing. This is what needs to happen, and and those kind of things to be that puppet on a string. You know, uh, I could see knowing Carlito, knowing his character, I could see that be the more likely of the two, and knowing Triple H and storytelling, that could be the more likely where he's the the man behind the man. He's the he's the whisperer. He's the one that is making that. You know. Uh, you know, uh, thing rather than being the overt kicking him out kind of thing because that's too obvious. That's right, too, right. you know, like to me, a better, interesting, and more intriguing story is that. And then, hey, how about this for a turnaround? You know, he's doing that, doing that, doing that, and Santos finds a way to break that. You know, he keep he like Ray. Look at what he's doing. Look at what he's doing to you, Ray. So you he's think Santos will still be? See, I've got a feeling like you just said that we're still gonna have. Somehow they're gonna like pretend they patch things up a little bit, Ray and Santos. They'll re like give it another shot. No, it's only gonna last for an hour, basically. I'm saying Mm -hmm. like I think it's it's gonna 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 work. It's gonna be like, Ray, look what he what are you doing? Look what he's making you do. Like and Ray is just not gonna hear it. He's not gonna hear it because you know you, you, so Ray you, is going to come out as a as a dummy pretty much here. Yeah, uh, in all of this. But I mean, he has this entire time, Jimmy. Look yeah. at it. you know with Dominic with everything that he's done. He's looked like a dummy. You know, he's looked <laughs> like a a deadbeat dad. Yeah. So well. anyway, that was that was our first segment, uh, which tied in a, uh, a you know a split of the LWO and a match with. Bobby Lashley and um, oh, and before we continue, does Legado del Fantasma, the other two Stooges, do they join up with Santos again to form no. Legado del Fantasma? No, no, you don't they, think so because they were already with Carlito when they stayed out. That's with true Carlito. too. That's weird. Yeah, they stayed out with Carlito. You know, um, now I would really be pissed if I was Santos in a way. That's what like, I'm saying. You know I mean? Like 
now everybody is going, oh, you know what? Like all these people who you worked with and helped build up and brought into this thing and made the LWO and brought up as Legado de Tan Fantasma. And they're now all listening to Santos Escobar. Like, hmm. I'd be like, fuck all y'all. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I'd have done if that. If that's like, what they're doing, then definitely I'd be like, because fuck those two y'all. Stayed like, out. You know? Those two stayed out with Carlito while the They should have had his back straight away without thinking. They should like, have just really. walked out with him. They should have walked right, out right. with him. Right, right. It's true. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It's true. But again, this makes the story intriguing. So, it um, does. Definitely. It, very good. So, after the. Santos walking out. We have a highlight of the women's match in Crown Jewel with Kari Sang and EO Sky with Bianca Belair. Bailey's music comes out. She talks, she talks, she talks. And then Kari Sang has returned and damage control handles things. That's not how they do it. She asks EO to come out. She's like, I respectfully ask EO to come out to discuss this. And EO's music hits. And um, it's just uh, Bailey asks EO what Kari's doing here. EO tells her she has a plan. Too, and it's EO's era. <laughs> Bailey says she's happy for her, but I have plan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and this is what happened. They showed Bailey beating the crap out of Kari saying, and um, and then said to go and says they did not bring Kari to hurt Bailey, but to make damage control stronger. And um, so basically, Kari begins to talk after more talky, and uh, <laughs> she says, uh, she respects her as leader of damage control and she forgives her. and She's like she goes like like this to hug. I, like, oh, no. I, don't, I don't hug anymore. <laughs> yeah, and, and the chance are, and the fans are going hug it out. Um, and then Bianca's <laughs> music hits, and we have uh, Bianca come out. She cuts a promo. And then Charlotte Flair comes out, and then Oscar comes out, and Oscar does her Japanese, and nobody is yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. She's all like, I love the way she Io does that. Kari Chan, Kari Chan, nobody ready for Oscar. I love it. Look, nobody ready for Oscar. Not for sure, man. And I'm, I'm down for one hundred percent. I don't care. I don't care. Doesn't bother me either. I prefer them talking Japanese. I love it. I think it's great. I, I like. I love because here's the reaction you get in the ring. You got two people who speak <clears throat> Japanese who understand the words that they're saying and they are reacting accordingly. Then you got like Bailey and Dakota who are going like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, but they act like they understand though. They're acting like, like they going, understand. Well, no, they're going like, uh, like, like. Yeah, but then it should be like. EO said blah 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 blah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I find it funny though too. But yeah. what was funny was how she was playing up with the fans how they were wanting. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, Bailey. She's like, what? What? Idiot? Idiot? What? You what? know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what? That is annoying, though. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. It's it's great when you do it with. Um, it, it, it's great when you non-English do it speaking them. people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel bad when they do it to non-English speaking people because it's so like, well, I don't want to say racist, but like. It's kind of borderline, like, what? <laughs> Speak English, you know? Yeah, no, I think it's more, like, I like it when they do it to people like Bailey, right? Like, Yeah, yeah, but I think it annoys her, though. I'm not going to lie. She's a Only because she plays up on it, though. You know what I mean? She'll, she'll acknowledge it. Once you start acknowledging it, that's it. You're done. Like, they're going to want you the whole way through. Mm. I get that. I get that. I mean, I mean, how would you feel if you were arrested and you are getting what? Like while trying to talk, and then you're forced to talk. So if then it, I went here, what, and done this, what? You know what I mean? Because here's the thing: that means I'm over, and they're reacting to me, Jimmy. Like, is that's it? Whole, Does that really yeah. mean you're over? You think yes, so? Jimmy. Think about Oof. it. 
It depends. You're getting bro. a reaction, Jimmy. Look, yeah, the worst. I, I the guess, worst but like, is no reaction, you, right? No reaction. I, so if they're I, doing that, that means they don't like you enough to want to do that, right? You're getting I a guess. reaction. Like, think it's about true. It. It's 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 worse when you just somebody comes out and everybody's like, and you don't hear much, or you're just like, hey. And like they come out as a heel, but you clapping, and you're going like, "No, fuck you!" And they're like, eh, "Like you know, you're getting a reaction of some sort, Jimmy." I think that's that's the thing. And so, as a wrestler, and of course, I think that's her in character doing it because you know she's always talked about fans and she's ripping up signs and stuff like that. And like they showed one time where a fan rigged a sign uh, that said "David." <laughs> But had it like super taped up and laminated or whatever, and she grabbed it not knowing that it wasn't. And she goes to try to tear it, and she can't tear my it. Fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My goes, fucking fan, yeah. Like, like she's like wrestling with this thing, and then she realized she's got to go to the ring. It's like, oh shit! And she throws the, she shows the thing back, and you know, so like that's her, that's her bit is shitting on the fans. So of course of she's course. gonna react. Ding dong. Yeah. yeah, she's gonna react to what and everything along those lines because that means people are reacting to her, so she's over. So she needs to address it. As a as the character as she should, right? You know, and I, I think that's that's totally fine. So after all this, we have our next match, which is Cedric Alexander versus Dragon Lee. Um, uh, dude, holy shit! Does Dragon Lee have a bionic neck or what? How fucking oh my god, bro! When he got tossed by Cedric Alexander into the corner, I oh, thought, oh fuck! He hit and then <laughs> came down on his. Neck. <laughs> he landed. He landed oh! on his fucking head, man. He really did. Oh, like, oh shit, dude. But you know what, dude? WWE must really fucking like Dragon Lee a lot, dude. For real. Dude. They're pushing him like well, he's I mean, the next big Latino star, bro. Because he is. I mean, dude, did you, you saw him in New Japan. You saw him in oh, you know, I was a huge fan uh, of his in, yeah. in Japan. Like, I mean, his matches with Hiromu, him and Hiromu are legendary. Ugh. Yeah, like, but the neck, when he's fucking Hiromu's fuck, neck, but, though. Yeah. Yeah, like scary as fuck, but legendary. Like, they. Like, no doubt. He is a, a very good, polished wrestler who can bring so much to the table. Um, he just look, the way he zooms and flies around, it's almost like uh, slow motion sometimes, bro. It's like nothing look, to him. Yeah, and look, here's the thing. Okay, so you have Santos out there. Maybe him and, and Dragon Lee and maybe some of these other guys start forming a faction to go against the LW. Like uh, La Faccione Ingobernables. Like, you know, he yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but instead of calling it La Faccion, like they do in AEW, because they can't use Los Ingobernables. Yeah. How about uh, we call it, um, oh, I don't know what to say, because I mean, the faction Ingobernables. Yeah. What's another word that we could use? Faction. Like, what's a group? The goblins. How would you the say goblins. group in Spanish? I should know. Just call them <laughs> the, the goblins. El goble. El goble. Yeah, the, the goblins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, that's why I know it means ungovernable, but like. The governors. The governors. The governors. Oh, yeah. There, hey, we go. there we go. There we go. Los governors. Look, <laughs> Cedric Alexander is making. Look, he has been the patientest guy on the thing because, look, this week. Easy ever, bro. <laughs> Shit. But he proves why he deserves a roster spot. Like, this match doesn't happen. Like, Cedric Alexander is the perfect partner for Dragon Link. It takes two to tango for sure, man. I mean, definitely. And the only thing about Cedric, he's got no personality, bro. Like, that's... 
but you know that's what lets him down. Yeah, but that's okay because here's the thing: he he has it in the ring. I don't need him to talk sometimes. Oh, he definitely has it in the ring, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, Ricochet has no personality, but yet he does. He it doesn't. He actually doesn't. Tell me, let's be honest, right? Who's what is what and who is Ricochet really? What's a, a Ricochet, who, bro? A guy who shoved his finger up his ass one time. I know that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're right. I that's the only way I think of him as, dude. And it's unfortunate. Because I was oh, a fan of his in New Japan too, and his, shit. His chick like, is the ring announcer. Yeah, uh, Samantha Irvin, bro. Really? Jeez, Her is she is a bro. jack jack of all trades? That woman, he's yes. lucky, bro. I saw. A I saw a like, video on America's Dude, Got Talent or something like that. Yeah, I saw that, bro. Oh my god, man! Played like an she can and sing. Felt it, yeah. She was on the flute at the same fucking time yeah. too. While while sing, she's one talented girl, man. I think WWE extremely lucky to have her signed up and ricochet is extremely lucky to have her as a fiance because she comes mm-hmm. across not only as a great human being but one loyal chick too man yeah that's what it seems just like an overall top girl man for sure yeah yeah i just He's i don't lucky, know bro. yeah it was good i it wonder like... if she knows about the thumbs you know what i mean thumbs up does she give the thumbs up to ricochet she has or... to know she has to know <laughs> oh gee i mean he did it on... he posted that online for everybody to see apparently no, I think it was uh, his ex or whatever, some shit like that that Still. leaked it yeah. out. Yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah, Don't that's, shove that's your thumb up your keister, folks. Just saying. <laughs> okay, so like I'm looking up something real quick, but I saw like there's a place here in Fort Worth called Pantry on Magnolia. They serve all kind of really cool dumplings. They have mm. a short rib foe. Oh, we only have sixteen short left rib foe. Oh, yeah. Damn, why are you or getting me jelly right now, bro? Look, Come on. Look. look. I don't know, but it's good. I love food. You know me, I love food, and I have nothing going I'm, on. So do I. Day. Clearly, I love food. I mean, come on. Me, me clearly. I'm better <laughs> than you are, Jimmy. I don't know, it's man. Like, We're both up there, that's for sure. Look, <laughs> for sure. I'm, I don't know how many stones it is that you guys, some fucking reason. <laughs> I don't go by stones, bro. I'm, I'm 290 still, and I'm trying to lose weight. But yeah, Pounds? You've lost weight, actually, dude. You actually know. have. I, no, really, you have. I don't know if it's the camera. But you kind of have, man. Not for real. <laughs> no. no, I'm being serious. I'm not just saying That's that. That's why I got the smoke. camera. It makes me look skinnier. <laughs> <You> get... <laughs> <Do> the... <laughs> That's why. Oh, you're a funny guy, man. Uh, I oh, shit. Hey, I got to make this SmackDown entertaining, goddammit. But yes, uh, look, I like this match. I thought it was good. Um, I like the end of it that Cedric goes for the lumbar check. And Dragon Lee reverses into a cover, and Cedric kicks out, and then Dragon Lee hits with a spinning ner- uh, neck breaker. Like that was a really cool ending sequence for yeah, this. And you match. know what? It didn't feel like a flip fest either for two no. flippy guys, which is amazing. First yeah. of all, look, they, this they was they the best match really- of the night for sure. I-, I would agree with you on this one. I felt like this was my um, um, this was my match of the night. I really feel like hundred percent, bro. And I'm, really it's good. weird me saying that, but it's true. It was definitely the it, match it of the good. night. It was good. It was like it was crazy because I'm not. Don't get me wrong. The Santos, uh, the the Carlito Bobby Lashley match. Wasn't that was terrible. the best segment of the night, in my opinion. Though, yeah, like overall, yeah, it, was, it was a good segment. And I don't think the match was terrible, but this match was definitely way. It was a next level above that. At, at oh, very much by a long shot. By so, a long shot. We had a commercial break. Now we have the LA Knight segment where he comes out and he does his jibber jabber and cool. And he's not done with the bloodline. Nah! And the bloodline is not done with him. And he owes him a championship. And Grayson Waller comes out. And I'm thinking, like, 
Really? <laughs> Come on, lad. Really? 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 <laughs> that was funny, though. When he called him uh, Outback Jackass. It was fucking uh, Kangaroo Jackass. Kangaroo yeah. Jackass. Oh, yeah. Kangaroo ja- Outback Kangaroo Jackass. Whatever the fuck you said. No, but it was funny. It, it was Kangaroo Jackass because there oh, was okay, a movie right. here with, uh, whatchamacallit? Uh, I know what you're talking about. The Kangaroo fucking Outback Kangaroo. It's called Kangaroo ja- it was called Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, Kangaroo right. Jack. That's it. And so he's this kangaroo jackass, um, which is cool. But like, um, it popped to me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> was that a was that a Paul Hogan movie? The guy who did, um, you know, it could have been. I remember. Didn't the cover of the film have like the, the kangaroo smiling, like okay, obnoxiously sort of thing? Like it was like drawn sort of thing. I could be wrong. Uh, kangaroo Jack, Jerry O'Connell, Anthony Anderson, Christopher Walken. So Michael Shannon was in it. Uh, Martin C- uh, Sakas. Okay. No, really? apparently, apparently. Um, I didn't watch it, but I remember it. Like, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, There's a part two, apparently, too. Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at apparently. it now. Uh, no. Could be wrong. No. So. Yeah, it was. I was right about the kangaroo sort of being drawn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember that that much. And there is a yeah. part two. Wow. G'day USA is part two. <laughs> so fucking cheesy, bro. G'day USA. God damn it. Yeah. Did you watch this movie? Was it funny? Was it filmed in Australia? It probably was, right? Uh, let's see. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, let's see. Two friends from Brooklyn, Jerry O'Connell and Anthony Anderson, are forced to deliver mob money to Australia. Their misadventures begin. One of them places his red jacket on a kangaroo while attempting to snap a picture. When the kangaroo bounces off, they realize the mob money is in the jacket and are forced to give him the Outback. Uh, director David McNally, Kids Choice Award, came out January 2003, box office $88.9 million. Does not say. Yeah, I see it here. It was filmed in Australia and the US. Okay. Australia and the US. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So. If you go to the Wikipedia um, page of Kangaroo yeah, Jack, it tells you. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I'm looking at. I was trying to do it from the Google thing, but. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Kangaroo Jackass, uh, that was a good line. Um, but look, Grayson Waller has no business being out here. Like, to me, if anything, this made LA Knight like, it's like you're trying to bring him down a step. Like, I know he's going to go to the back of the line, all that fun stuff, but not really. He doesn't. And I don't need Grayson Waller trying to stick his business into LA Knight's business. Like, Right, I mean, it, it was it, a lot it, of. It, I know you are, but what am I bullshit though with this yeah. segment too? And I mean, here, and here's my, cheesy, but here's my problem. Look, and I mean, I say this, and I'm I, like, I, I know I probably shouldn't say this because I'm a big fat tub of goo, but like when you look at LA Knight and you look at Grayson Waller, there's a stark difference between the look of those two. Of like, course, LA Absolutely. Knight looks like a bajillion dollars, and 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 Grayson Waller looks like. A guy off but you know what? WWE seemed to like him also. I mean, think about it. He wasn't in NXT for that long, and he got up to the main roster and straight away was put up in an upper mid-card, like right off the bat, dude. So they see something in him. I think he's a yeah. funny guy. Like, as in, I don't know if you'd like, you probably don't like the way he talks and what he says per se, but I, I actually kind of, he, he pops me with some of the shit he says, maybe because I'm Australian. You know what I mean? Like, I can relate to some of the shit that he's saying, mm-hmm. but some of the shit he does say actually does make me laugh, but he's too much. 
of a clown, if that makes any sense. Like he's just, well, and not even a good one. It's like right. There's a lot of these types too. It's he. It's he tries too hard. Like you think so? I, not just the character, but I feel like the person. The person is trying. The really person's hard. different, bro. The person has a. Per- he's such a different guy. You'd spin out if you right. see interviews with him. Just him being normal. He's not. He's not that guy. But here's the thing. Here's the problem. It comes across that he's trying too hard, like as Maybe. the person playing the character. Whereas with L.A. Knight, it's just so natural. Like you, like last night, I think that's where it really came out. It came out with those two. L.A. Knight was flowing, natural, everything. Grayson Waller felt like he was trying too hard when you compare the two to each other. Granted, granted, twenty years in the business versus I was you know, just gonna say five that five years you, in the business you took the words out of my mouth. I get that. But even before then, 15, 10 years ago, L.A. Knight was that. You know, when he was in Impact, doing Eli Drake. Eli Drake. I mean, Not 15 years ago, though. I said 10. I wouldn't say 15. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, Yeah, 10, yeah. Yeah, 10 years ago, like, when he was in Impact. You know, when he hit the scene in Impact, man, he came in like a rocket ship, and he had that character locked down. He knew what he was doing then, and he's just refined it, refined it, refined it, refined it, to now it's just money right and Grayson Waller doesn't have that yet but it doesn't feel like he's making any progress it feels like he's you don't just think so Mm-mm. i feel like he's struggling and trying too hard and that's what's coming across the screen if do you he think was, he's acting overly australian like too much i think that's the other problem he's not acting australian enough really you think he's acting australian enough wow i, 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 feel I like, say the opposite but that's mm-mm. just me because the accent's too Americanized. The, like, I feel like he's trying to be, like, like really? I, I, if anything, I would appreciate if he would over-Australianize. Uh, over wait, wait, wait. But when you say Americanized, his accent's Americanized, what do you mean? Like, elaborate it's, a little more. It's too soft. Like, you know, like, you know, when I hear Australian and I think Australian, I'm like, oh, good night, mate. Like, you know, like. Yeah, but then yeah. you could say the same about me, like, for example, because yeah, I don't, I don't I'm not one of those Australians, for example. Like, right. But that's it's like, yeah, hey, mate, good day, you know. Right. right. But that's what I want to hear when I think Australian, you know. That's, right. that's why the perception, the perception's you know? all wrong about sometimes what Americans look how Americans look at Australians, because right. it's not really like that. That's, well, I mean, I'm I mean, an example of that. Every, like, for look, example. That's, that's that's like looking at Americans, like looking at me as a Texan, you know. And right. you wouldn't know I'm from South Louisiana, you know, because nah, that's true. Most Cajuns don't talk like I do, you know. And hey, how you got over there, man? Like, <laughs> that, that's know? weird, bro. When you do that, yeah. I can't even understand what the fuck yeah. you're saying. Uh, hey, how your mama name is? Yeah, okay. I understood that. <laughs> you know, but Michelle, how <laughs> how's you your mama dad? <laughs> yeah, how's your mama dad and them? Yeah, like, well, how's your mama and them? Like, no, that's what we say. How's your mama and them? You know, that's uh, something in Australian would say, and them, like because Australians like sort of, you know, abbreviating words, so that we could relate to per se. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, like for example, uh, we're going to Macca's instead of McDonald's. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, y'all call Burger King Hungry Jack. That's because of there was an original Burger King here. No, Burger know, King have tried to be called Burger King no, again and again. And they can't because of the original Burger King that was yeah. that was here, and they that pisses them off. Believe me, <laughs> like it really does. Yeah, no, it's fine. I just, you know, it, I, it's funny. You know. Uh, well, what can but, they call themselves? The Cheeseburger King? I mean, think about it. If they were to like, 
You know what I mean? Like, what would yeah. they? I don't just, know why Hungry Jacks. That's weird in itself. K I N G K. Or Hunger King. Hunger. <laughs> just King. Hungry King. King sounds weird though. Uh, Burger yeah. King is a great name, though. Think about it. I mean, Burger King is a fucking great name. Yeah, but like you know, um, but like, you know, that's the perception. If you're gonna play that character, so like, if they came to me and said, "Hey, John, we want you to be this cagey character," okay, I mean, all right, Michelle, how you want to go? All right, Michelle, you want me to kick that ass? I kick that ass, yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I do that. But like, if they come and say, "Hey, John, we want you to play a Texan," I'm like, "All right, well, do you want me yeah. to play a West Texan?" Like, all right. All right, well, uh, little buddy, I'll tell you what. I'm going to whip that ass. That's Texas gonna, right there. I'm going to take you out right now to the barn, and I'm going to take my belt, and I'm going to whoop you like nobody's business. I'm going to show you what Texas is like. Like, you know, that's the, the you know, or, you know, th- that's the whole point. Um, well, he does say lead, which is very Australian to say. I mean, you know. Eh, but that's, you know, they say that in Europe, too. That's true too. That's true too, yeah. and it's kind of a newer thing, lad. In a way, I don't want to yeah. say newer, but it's like a street term here, like but, more so. But also, like I understand that the Australian accent is like post World War One, right? Like there was no Australian accent before World War One. After World War One, there became an Australian accent. I mean, I, that you stumped me. I don't. I wasn't around before then, so I, I can't answer that question. Definitely, yeah, but. No, uh, no. But for real, like if you if you listen to people before World War One, there was no Australian accent. Are you the saying Australian it was more accent, British? Yeah, it, it was more European. And and then as you know, things began to happen, and and Australia began to kind of separate itself a little bit more. The Australian accent that began to develop. You can like it's it's very interesting. You can look it up and see like when the Australian accent was beginning to be developed. And it was usually most credited past World War Two. Um, and accents the weirdest fucking thing in general right i mean oh yeah just just the way accents start is bizarre to me right like for yeah. real like well like think about it like okay let's say let's say if i were rick flair back in the day and they yeah. told me i was going to be a part of the anderson family and i was a cousin from minnesota <laughs> yeah. so why does rick flair not gonna say canadian now yeah, yeah, I know like, he's Minnesotan. Yeah, it's true, right? Yeah, you know, why does he not? Oh, yeah, I, you know, <laughs> yeah, ass, you know, I'll take a pop right here and I'll be like, oh, yeah. Um, did any know, Minnesota motherfuckers really talk like that though? When you think about it, that wrestled not really. Uh, well, okay, so you know, I told you I have cousins up there, right. And yeah. so they, some of them do because, like, if, again, it goes back to I don't know, yeah, the locals do, but I'm saying the wrestlers though. They they kind of lose that accent per se. Well, you think about it, Arn Anderson was never from Minnesota, but yet he's you know quote unquote from Minnesota. He, he right, grew up in right, Georgia, right, right. Like right. so, and he, he and it's obvious that he grew up in fucking Georgia, but yeah. just the way he talks, man, for crying but, out loud. But Rick Rude, Rick Rude was from there, but again, yeah, and he didn't sell it. The Road Warriors too were from Minnesota, man, not Chicago. Right, but they had that kind of oh yeah, like like. You know, that right, kind of, I know what you're saying. You're also playing a character in, like, at the time, too, you think about it, territories were becoming less and less, and you were becoming a more national brand. So accents were, you know, think about it. Uh, Vince didn't like, you know, Jim Ross's southern accent, right? He wanted a more... Which is ironic. He had two southerners for fucking years, you know, as commentators. Right, right. You know, I mean, and the only reason why he hated that accent and hated Southerners per se, not hate it, but you know what I mean, is yeah. because of his upbringing, man. Oh yeah, that, that that was it totally. 
but you know, I think I think that's that's the whole idea. If we want to make this accessible and um, feel like my shirt's weird um, uh, to the entire country, so that we don't want to regionalize it when we're coming off of um, the wrestling territories are literal territories. You know, you grew up in the Northwest and you had specific you know wrestling there. Um, you grew up in Minnesota and you had your wrestling <laughs> up there. You Minnesota, know. Minnesota, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and we got. A, uh, oh, look at that uh, hammerlock right there. You know, oh, that was a good hammerlock. Right you, there. Know, you know, you know. You know. And then you come down to, you know. Let's the, fucking you know, go. Yeah, then you come down to Texas and Louisiana and you got, you know, those accents in Florida. Everything was regionalized. Uh, and, and as you're now becoming come out, well, let's make it more accessible to everybody. You know, but I think now... Now that we are in an era where we understand that this is not only a re, uh, an American market, but it is a global market, we need to play into those stereotypes. And that's what, to me, it's like Grayson Waller is trying too hard to be the influencer and not be the Australian. And I would rather right. see him as the Australian right, than the influencer. Because, first of all, all influencers can just fuck right off. I don't. I agree. Shit, like, 100% you know, agree. I would rather see what a Australian, you know, and like you know, involved is is, and that's why to me the iconics. Uh, I forget oh, they overdid the Australian thing, though. Do they? To not like it would make but me want to puke half the time. But bro. I loved it. Look, oh. I loved it. Like I loved it. You know, like JBL overdid the Texan thing, but I loved it at the same time. Yeah, I mean, he looks like a big burly Texan for real, bro. Like, and you know he what I mean? is one. Like he's legit. Yeah, exactly. He's a but loud motherfucker, like he's you know. But he he that he he again. Well, Jimmy, what we're talking about here? What makes characters great? They take their personality and crank it to eleven. Stone Cold, uh, right. crank it to eleven. Bret Hart, crank to eleven. Like all these people, that's the whole bit. Then they got to get different kind of a straight. Like the thing is, like Waller's from the city, for example, like from Sydney City. But like, we don't know, know that. But and we we well, know. Like we assume that if you're from the city, you still talk like a fucking Australian, like crocodile. Well, it's not, yeah, that's what well, we, that's what we expect. That's what he's we he's you know he's Paul Hogan's really like that though. He, like even till this day, even though he lives in the states now, he's still very much that Bogan Australian. You know what I mean? Like, g'day mate, what's going on? You know what I mean? Type of guy. The closest thing is probably Pierce Austin. <laughs> well, in Texas, is Clover. Better than grass. <laughs> what are the pros and cons of, of this lawn alternative? Oh, <laughs> uh, you got me at. Look, clover is a weed, and like, if you uh, put it yeah, in the cool, hey, the cool yep. thing you're gonna get is you're gonna get dandelions and they're gonna sprout, and then you're gonna get the the the, <laughs> the thingies. But man, oh, like they they're not a lawn alternative. If anybody tells you they're a lawn alternative, they're telling you some bullshit. So, uh, anyway, and my last thing. Let's, let's well, get over be, if they want genuine Aussies, right? They need to go and look out in the sticks in the outback for real. Go and get some dude from the deserts and shit. Then you'll have your true blue. Jimmy, skip. Jimmy, remember, <laughs> you're talking about. Look, I am an exception to most Americans. Most Americans, right? Crocodile Dundee. They think even if you say you're from Sydney or Melbourne or Perth or the larger cities, they're still going to think that. Uh, over exaggerated. Oh, good night, mate. Like, hey, <laughs> on the barbie. Well, you know, I'll like say one more thing. When you're an ethnic, like Australian, for example, like that's brought up from an ethnic sort of family. Whoa. No, I'm just saying. Whoa. No ethnics Whoa. talk like that. I'm just trying to tell you. Like, people like me, for example, do not talk 
in that slang. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm giving you our time. Yeah. yeah I, look, Just so you know. Right. I know that, we know that. I know that. And you've informed right, us right, that. Right. And I'm yeah, aware yeah. of that because I'm a cultured individual who likes to learn shit. But think about it. Majority of the audience is not going to know that. So you got to. And, and I'm self-aware of that. Yeah. You, you've got to play to your audience and your audience is Americans who are stupid. Yeah, you know, and as a proud American, I say, you know, we're culturally stupid. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> no, we are culturally stupid of other countries and their cultures. Hey, I thought that, man, too, before I, I met all you guys, right? And boy, was I wrong. Like, for real. Like, I'm gonna be honest. all you boys, all you boys from here, from HMG, everyone is cultured, man. Like, we're for real. Like, we're right. the exception. We're not the rule. Like, unfortunately. So, uh, okay, so we have LA Knight winning. We have a commercial break, and then Austin Theory and Grayson Waller come out, and Theory pushes Owens. Uh, Michael Cole tells Owens not to get suspended because he had said that earlier. Waller ports Warrior, and, and then he throws the empty bottle at Kevin Patrick. And ew, I like this part because, again, up until this point, you know, Kevin's been fine, but they needed a way you know, to continue this story because the week before he was doing the Telestrator, and like the day he was talking about the Telestrator and circling, like, look, they're standing right here and they're not thinking. And like, I stupid, I come in and hit their <laughs> stupid faces with one punch, thinking I can't do it. Like, he's just doing the Telestrator thing and he's having so much fun with it. Like, you get the, like, he had pure joy doing this and they had this point. And then I love this because Kevin Owens says, look, I can take getting pushed and having water part of me. When you throw a bottle at Kevin Patrick, I got to go get suspended. Yeah. This is my colleague. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Like, because, you know, think about it. How many times have the announcers had somebody stand up for them? Not really. Never, and, never and really, right. Occasionally, Undertaker. Except for the King, there. maybe, like at times. The time. King uh, and the Undertaker came out for Jim Ross and the other were fucking with Jim True. Ross every now and, and then. And Austin was, as well would help Jim Ross, there, right? There's a couple of times, but like, like, this was the whole thing, and it wasn't intention at that. But then the fact that again, Kevin finding a way to get suspended, and you know all that, it made it fun, it made it enjoyable, mm -hmm. and it made it worth it for all this. And we got to see Kevin do his thing, right? Because everybody likes. What does Kevin. it mean now? Now though, for almost to get suspended, like does WWE not really have anything for him to do other than Grayson Waller and uh, what's his name? Fucking eight down. down. Yeah, that's probably why. And that's all worries me. I can't see him being happy about that, but I don't know. Well, but I mean, he just came over and you got to figure out what your storyline is and why not start from the bottom? Let's be honest. Grayson Waller and Austin Theory are the bottom of the roster. Oh, come on. They're upper mid card, man. I wouldn't call it. They're above Dragon Lee, for example, and Cedric Alexander, bro. Come on. Not after last yeah, night. Yeah, they are. Come on, dude. Look at Grayson Waller and Austin Theory. Look who they've faced in the last year, dude. Yeah, but what are they doing? Nothing. They're putting people That's true, over. too. They're, they're doing. Well, yeah, that's true. But they've had some high-profile matches, though, too. You know what I mean? Dragon Lee has gone over Waller <clears throat> in tag matches. Did they so, have a match? Yeah. They I, did? I, 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 it was a tag match a while back, and I thought he went over. Or maybe... I don't remember. Was, I don't... Or maybe he was on the outside. Maybe that's what it was. I don't remember. But still, it was the fact of the matter is that they like Dragon Lee enough. I guarantee you, if he had a match... Oh, they love Dragon Lee, for sure. And he would, he would be over Waller like that if they had a match next week. I guarantee you. You know, Waller's not a small dude. He's like 6'4". He's not actually uh, short, which is funny. Yeah. Uh, whereas, you know, Dragon Lee, what is he? 5'8"? I don't know. I don't care. Um, I just know <laughs> I like him in the ring, and I don't like Waller, personally. Well, but, yeah. Well, okay, so let go, let's go to our main event of the night, which is a six-person uh, contest where we had Bailey, Kari Sane, Eosky with Dakota Kai in the background versus 
Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, and Asuka. Uh, okay, the match was the match. It was interesting. It was. It sucked very... until what happened at the end, which is yeah. still a what the fuck moment because I don't know how this really makes sense, to be honest, but I'm intrigued. Uh, okay, I'm already. I know what you're going to say. You're going to mention Japan, aren't you? No, no, no. I'm okay. I'm... All, right, all right. This is where I'm going with it. Uh, okay, so again, it was interesting in the sense of like, okay, we don't see Asuka, we just see you know, Bianca and and uh, we see Charlotte and all those kind of fun stuff. And then Bianca's going to go tag Asuka, but Asuka pulls her arm out and then she hits Bianca with the blue mist. And then she comes in and she kicks Charlotte in the head and damage control comes in. And then now Asuka goes, ah, and she hugs Kari and then she goes, with EO. I was, and and they, I'm waiting for her to turn too at this point, still on the on damage control. But no, no. It, oh, on damage control, yes. Because then they look at Bailey and they go, ah, and they bring her in. But this is where I think it's going. I think that's the whole point. They're gonna like they're going to build, 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 and do the whole all right, Bailey's gonna get comfortable, and then these three are gonna beat the shit out of them. Like fucking snakes in the grass, right? Mm-hmm. I feel bad for Bailey, dude. <laughs> I kind of do yeah. because I feel like she cares about these girls, like Kayfabe. She's the odd person out. Does that mean she becomes babyface again after this? Is she going to be the babyface? You think so, right? I think that's. I think that's the idea. I think that's. Oh, it's it's build, a bit. Build, build, build. Right. Right. No, because here's the thing: you're going to build, build, build. Right. And like Charlotte, you're going to see that Bailey's going to get more and more left out. Right. Until they kick her out and they're going to beat the shit out of her. And then now she's a baby face. Right. Because of what happened. And then it'll be Kari, uh, EO, and Asuka versus Bailey, Bianca, and Charlotte. Does that also mean kicking out what's her face? The New Zealand chick? Uh, Dakota. Yeah. Uh, Dakota Kai, right. Yeah, I don't know what you mean by that, uh, Charles, but I, I appreciate it no matter what. Um, yeah, what I does think... that mean? You can get more out of your opinion, John. I don't know. Uh, will Dakota get the boot as well? I, I and I, elaborate. We, I think that's where we're going. I think. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. Dakota Kai has she's been out useless. for a while, right? A while, and she's proven to be nothing but injury prone. Like she is definitely injury prone, and she's useless, man. I mean. Like, where where does she, like i like the, again this the only reason why she sticks around is to be that kind of like translator cheerleader for them for the eo and them let's let's call it for the for the kabuki warriors uh <laughs> yeah look i mean when bailey goes and like becomes their like little mascot like but she never sees the ring and everything along that because she's not um She's not even ready now to get back in the ring, funny yeah, enough. She's, she still really wearing, she's wearing the brace with her street clothes. Yeah. She was wearing her brace with her street clothes last night. That's true. She, I mean, it's the fact that she's not. She's still about five months away from in-ring, dude. She's just yeah. there, you know, trying to contribute, which is great. Hats off to her because most dresses don't even do that much, right? But really, she's pretty useless right now, and she was useless even when she could wrestle. Right. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. She she is more useful. All right. Um, she would be more useful like pulling her underwears out of her drawer and selling them on OnlyFans. Like, I knew you were say that. That's the only way she'd be more useful. What we Shayna Baszler though? Ooh. 
that, I know that they're married, but that's yuck. I mean, I love Shayna Baszler as a fucking athlete, man. She's she's the shit, but God damn it, John. I don't need to see fucking OnlyFans between her and Dakota Kai, please. She's folding her panties out of her drawer. (laughs) But no, like, look, Shayna Baylor is a fucking closer if she Mm. pulls Dakota Kai. It's true. Absolutely, I agree. But imagine, like, we think we're getting Dakota Kai, but instead it's Shayna Baszler getting her drawers <laughs> nah, fuck that. I'll be like, nah. <laughs> that will scar me, bro. Just uh, thinking about it is scarring me right now. So, what did you think about the ending of this match where we have the reveal that Asuka's now joining Damage Control and now they're stronger than ever? I'm intrigued, man. Except that, that hug at the end. Yeah. Kind of remind me of best friends. I'm not going to lie, bro. You know how they're all hugged, and I was waiting for the camera to pan out. Well, I like it pan out. They're gonna pan out. Like Bailey's, like, what am am I? Like, it was that timidness. Like you could see it because the way the way the way they did it, they 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 shot this brilliantly. All three of them are facing against uh, their back to Harkin, right? The and the only face you can see is Bailey, and Bailey's standing above all of them because she's taller than them. So they're all head down hugging, and Bailey's there, and she's like. And then she just embraced it and laughed her ass off like because, once they were hugged it. She doesn't know what's going on. And I think that's the whole point is that. And she plays know, that well. I think she does have that real confused kind of face, but kind of acting like, oh, yeah, I see what's going on. But really, she's not. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think that's the whole point. She's like in the corner. She was looking at them. They're hugging. And she's thinking, oh, shit, I'm about to get kicked in the fucking head because she's got that look of like, and then yeah, like, Asuka really her. threw her a curveball, bro. Like she was right. like, "What the and hell is going on here?" Right? They're looking at her, and they start motioning, and she's like, "Uh, you know," and she's expecting the swerve the whole time, right? Right? Yeah, smart, for sure. The smart person who's doing this goes, "Well, not yet, not yet. We're not going to swerve you yet, so we're going to love on you." And she's like, uh, "Okay, okay, okay. Like, yay, we're stronger <laughs> now. Hey, look at this." And 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 really, um, you know. It, it's one of those things. They're gonna they're gonna draw her out. They're gonna make her, you know, feel like she's a part of something, and then they're gonna swerve her. And so, well, I want them to do this slowly, though, like they were teasing with Bailey turning on EO, and it didn't happen. I mean, you, you complained I mean? about the Santos Escobar thing being too slow. You can't say slow. There I'm wasn't the enough context slow. to that, oh, though, bro. Oh, At the time, I kept telling you, I kept yeah, telling but... you, you kept ignoring it, and you kept going. No. Did I not say that, 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 that eventually this is where we we're going to get at? I said that. I agreed. To, I said that, man. I said that long you before Kalita joined. Low, you wanted to blow the low like six weeks ago, man. It and just felt like there was nothing it. going on for quite a while. There was a lot of dead static like for a yeah, while. Right. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, we you were talking about you had your heart on for Carlito. So obviously they had to do some stuff to get him ready and get prepared. Hey, you thought for a minute that Kalita wasn't even going to show up. I did. Remember I that? Did. Remember that? But, I'm like, don't worry, he will, right? Look, and he almost did, and they made it to where he almost didn't show up at the You had me doubting it for a moment too, but then I'm like, no, no, nah, nah, they signed him. The you know, at the Puerto right. Rican pay-per-view, they they had But then he popped where, up, like, right. Then he, but they they started the match without him there. I'm like, that's true. That's true. Puerto Rico, like why is he not there? But then they had the It was it was a cool moment though when he did come out. To give him his own pop in his hometown Absolutely, for sure. Oh, the other guy. Um, uh, oh, a priest. 
No, no, no. Oh, no, no, Bad no. Bunny, Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny. No, no, no. Uh, Not Bad Bunny, Savio Vega. Savio Vega, yeah, because he, he came out right. with Savio, right? And so, um, uh, Charles Alford, you know, definitely Bailey Cakes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but look, Bailey Cakes, let's go. Um, but you know, I, I think I feel like that. You know, I they need to take their time. They need to build, build, build. Let this be a thing, and then Bailey thinks she's like, hey. I mean, I can see this, you know, lasting until Mania, where you have these three. Until Mania, on. you think? You can tell that story for this long. Think I'm about cool it. with that. I'm cool with think that. Think about it. You got Survivor. You make her really around. not realize what's happening. Make her feel that comfortable where right. she really thinks they're in. Yes. Like think about she's this. all good with them. Here's what you do, right? You go through Survivor Series and they survive, right? Right. They Absolutely. They have that. They they go against whatever. They survive. Then you get to Rumble, and then you have Bailey. You know. They she thinks that she's a part of this group and they kick her out and the three are there and you know, rumble happens and then so she's now kicked out of this group that she helped start and everything along those lines because these three best friends are back together and then now Bailey wants her revenge and so you work your revenge all the way back to to Mania. So when she does want her revenge, do we see a hugging Bailey once again? I think you see a I don't think you see a hugging Bailey, but I think you see a a babyface Bailey, who's like a little bit of mix of her heel character, but acknowledging the fans again, right? Like high five, but not, but not hugging him, but not, not hugging, hugging him or whatever, because she's she's there for a purpose, right? She's there, okay, to, all right. you know, you know, I like that's how I would kind of go that route with this. If I were writing the story and I was telling the story, I would I would hey Survivor Series, yay, we all did it together, and then here comes Mania, which is the next biggest thing. And then we're gonna we're gonna win Mania. We're gonna win the Rumble. We're gonna win all this kind because of, we're damage control. We're in charge. Right. And then like you have like Kari and and maybe Oscar or somebody like that with Bailey. And then Bailey throws somebody out, and then those two go bloop, you know. And they're like ah, ha, ha, ha. and then they beat her up the next night or that night, you know, uh, afterwards when she, like she confronts them backstage and like what the hell? And they're like. Uh, they say, Bailey, nobody ready for Kabuki Warrior. <laughs> and they beat her up and kick her out, you know? <laughs> Bailey, nobody ready yeah. for Kabuki Warrior. Yeah. Hey. So, you know, um, you know, so I. It's not Bailey with an L, it's like Bailey. <laughs> yeah. And no you L's. Do that. And then now, Bailey's now a sympathetic baby face because, you know, she has been kicked out of the group that she started by these people who have abandoned her and so now she's working her way she wants revenge she's got to build relationships and go from there so you know i you could tell that story and i think that's a good story that can get you to mania yeah no i agree if they, i'd love to i'd love to see him sort of stretch it out till that till that and far think about it this way you get her to win the belt at mania off of you who bailey mm-hmm. that'll be the blow off you're saying at, at mania mm-hmm. hmm I mean, when was the last time Bailey had a women's championship run? It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a long while, actually, man, for sure. I'm down with that. I'm just yeah. interested to see how this version of Bailey could do as a babyface. Yeah. You know, because we've never seen that yet, do this version. She's been a heel now for what? Like five years, maybe? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's been a long time, man. Yeah, and she hasn't had a belt in a while. No, and she's due to actually become a baby face again. Long overdue, actually. So, yeah, no, she's definitely becoming a face again. I just don't know what version of this baby face 
you know, Bailey it's going to be. But we'll see. I'm intrigued. I'm definitely intrigued with this. At first, I was like, what the hell? And then I was waiting for Asuka to turn on them. I was literally waiting for her to spray mist. It was a bit abrupt, though. I want to know why, Asuka. And, it can't, and don't give me just because of Io and, and Kari, uh, Kari Sane. You know what I mean? Like, I need to hear more than just that. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, if you think about it, everything Bianca has cost, Bianca and Charlotte have cost Oscar matches more than anything else, right? Definitely, right. So why why would she not go with them? Because she's like, fuck those two. They've cost me so many matches, you know, when I could have been champion. Think about it. She had the belt. Bailey and, and Charlotte cost her the belt on all those repeats and everything along those lines. So, of course, she's going to fuck them over because they've they've messed with her and her belt right. championship for, for long enough. So, like, no, fuck you. You, you, well, you know. Will they still be damage control, say, if they got rid of Bailey and uh, Dakota Kai? Uh, I would find it interesting if they were still damage control, and, and then that's just an even bigger fuck you to Bailey. I guess maybe, maybe. Kind of like what Judgment Day did to Edge, for example. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Edge's crew originally, but you know. Yeah, uh, maybe. Like I could see that. Like I think, I think having the Judgment Day Edge thing set the precedent for where we could see some stuff like this. You I'm know? down with that. And have damage control reading in Japanese, but you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> damage control. <laughs> yeah. I, look, I'm, I'm down with it. I'm down with it. So, you know, I, I, I feel like this is, again, we get some really good jumping off points for some things this week. I don't think they did uh, LA Knight a, a great jumping off point. for. Yeah, him. I felt not just because of Grayson Waller. I just feel like they're just putting him in a spot where they're not sure what to do just yet next. Well, Where you do you go from him. here? It's not Roman. Well, the problem is, here's here's the biggest problem, okay? You had him and his promo up until the point before Grayson came out was all about the bloodline, right? Right, yep. And then who responds? Grayson Waller. Like, if you wanted to keep that, you needed, like, Jimmy or Solo or somebody to respond. Well, we not- did get Jimmy later on respond to LA, yeah, but it was dumb still. But it, That should have been an in-person thing yeah right not he probably wasn't even in the Waller. building anyway right yeah you know like that that's the, like if you want to keep him in that level then you he's talked about the bloodline and roman reigns then you have him somebody from that crew respond that's what also you do. before we do take it home does this mean the end of cena now for a while oh yeah since the, the, the right the strike's over so we're not even going to see cena give a reason and whatever to you know what happened with Solo, we're just gonna forget about it for now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we forgot about yeah. it before. We'll forget about him again. But do you see what I mean? What did it do for Solo? Nothing really. It passed the torch. Did it really though? Like when you think about it, I don't call that passing the torch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. It could have been done proper. Exactly. It's yeah. a fucking down where John. You know mm. where. <laughs> that's what that shit yeah. is all right jimmy let's great let's let's close this sucker out it's 245 i don't want to do another yeah it's 5 46 uh, a.m for me bro yeah uh, your day's just getting started then oh no nah, man i'm going to bed man Fucker, i'd be uh, plus... in my workout <laughs> hey i used to do that when i used to go to the gym every day i'll go to the gym because i used to finish work at around five so i'll hit the gym right after it look at those traps bro look at those shoulders Oh, look at, oh, look at that. Bitch. 
I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but anyway, um, would you, would you ask me a, a grade? I'm giving it a booby bounce for April Hunter. I could do that, bro. Look at this. Can you see my fucking teeth? My yeah, yeah, you're having to pick up your arms. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, when I was doing weights, yeah, now I have to do it like this for some reason, bro. I've got to flex my bicep to kind of flex my... Yeah. Is that weird, bro? Can you do it like that where you're flexing your biceps? That's weird. That means... I don't know why I can do it like that. Oh, it's because I, used to, I can do it like normal. Like, I don't because when you do see. this, this is all connected. Like, so your bicep right, right here is connected. And, yeah, uh, but like, full move my peg, though, dude. Right, like, up and down. All, like, it's all that. Whereas this is a better mind muscle connection where you can, when you can bounce them. I can do it. I can do it normal. Look, see, see my test now, but hard to tell. But with my bicep, like, way, I can literally move it, like, up, down. You know what I mean? Like, it's. Kind of strange. Dude, you know what? Hey, Jimmy, how's the future? Lab rat, the future is dark right now, actually. <laughs> it actually is. Uh, oh, by the, way, by the way, I got to get this out because people keep saying it on the internet and it drives me up the fucking wall. We are not what? in daylight savings time. We are what? in standard time. Daylight savings time is from March to November, the time we just left. That is hold up, hold up. Time. So you're not in daylight savings time? No, we're on regular time now. So then how the fuck... That's strange, because I knew subconsciously that the show that we do right now, Smack Attack, doesn't start till 3 a.m. for me. And that was when most of America, I, I assume, turned to daylight savings time. Right. So how sure. did it affect you then, like with Marks, me, with no, no, the no, time? Saying, people are saying that this is daylight savings time this time. No, we're not in daylight savings time. We are in standard time. This is how so, time is supposed to flow. When we hit March and we turn our clocks forward an hour, from March to November, that's daylight savings time. So okay, that's so your, when we hit that time, does that mean we start at four a.m. next time? Like I uh, see. Yeah, so because we'll go forward an hour. So then, but then, how the fuck did we start at three a.m. Like when we were initially starting at two? Because we fall back an hour. Okay. So like, all right. So like, okay. so like, it's twelve. 49 uh, because we fell back that means it would have been 149 oh but then again we also went into daylight savings though i'm saying us yeah so yeah you're, you're right actually i'll take that back it's actually more because of us gw bush's time period he extended daylight savings time yeah they did that here uh, too uh so it now goes from march to november it used to be shorter and where i'm like just fucking get rid of it just go back to standard time and let time be time you know we don't you don't need... like the extra daylight like per se we don't need it like what the it, let time be time we don't need to run the extra See, hour or whatever for me it's weird now because usually at by 6 p.m it's pitch black pretty much right yeah, for like us yeah right yeah, yeah. but but now like it doesn't get dark till after 8 like 8 p.m like do you know what i mean yeah which is you got to get used to that sort of thing well i do sometimes even now i mean i don't know but I, like, if if time were just time, though, then this wouldn't be an issue. It would just yeah, no, it time is not even a thing, really. Like, time yeah. shouldn't even, you know. But but I guess we do need it because imagine life without a time, right? It would be kind of weird. Like, no, I mean, time helps us understand when things are going and when things happen. Right, right, of but, course. But uh, you know, so there there's always going to be time in a sense. But um, like, how we count it is arbitrary. Um, and how we determine time, because let, let, let's be honest, right? We count it by the rotation of the Earth around the sun for days and, and years and all right. that kind of 
but that's different on Mars, right? So there's a different calendar on Mars than Jupiter and all these other places because of how that's true. You know, so time would be counted differently there. Um, and but because we're so helios, you know, Earth centric, we we say time runs based off of how our planet runs, and so that's why we we go that route. But really, in all actuality, if we would have just not worried about daylight savings time, we wouldn't worry about these forward back when the sun set we wouldn't think about that because yeah, no, you just okay it's fall we know in, in the fall and the winter that days are longer we know that that's the case because for us in the northern hemisphere we're further away from the sun so sun isn't there you guys in the southern hemisphere have longer days because y'all are closer to the sun and then when our seasons switch that's what happens instead of having <laughs> to deal with all this you know jumping forward do you think back time there. do you think time even though it's different you know like when it's dark here it's day there like mm -hmm. what i'm trying to say is do you think if we all had the same time like now daylight is starting to hit actually now looking right. outside but um it's still dark but there's a bit of light but um do you think the whole world should be just on the same time doesn't matter if it's dark or daylight per se say and make no. things a lot easier no okay. no no I, I think that would make it harder because okay. you know, I mean, think about it. Like, and let's say we all ran our twenty. Because to do that, we'd have to go on a twenty-four hour clock, which a lot of people don't do, except for military, right? Do you think so? Do you think we'd have to do that? I've got twenty-four because, hour clock on my watch. Because, because Jimmy, think about it. If I said, "Hey, it's ten o'clock," and you're ten o'clock, but you're ten o'clock at night, and I'm at ten o'clock in the morning, right? But it doesn't matter. It's, it, like we'll go by that time per se. Like, but wouldn't it be easier if I said, "Okay, it's uh, fourteen hundred hours." And you're at 1400 or we know that's not one o'clock in the morning right right right. i feel you right you see what i'm saying because we're right we right. would also determine that by the sun and time and all that kind of stuff i get you right so i think there's that but then also too it's that idea of look when you're at night you're at night i don't want to disturb you at night you know when it's daylight, <laughs> yeah and if we're sleep, thinking like that right per well, it's, se, not, but... it's not just thinking it's how our body clocks run that's right, right. no it's true like that means that I would require you, Jimmy, to be up in the middle of the night to work for my regular work day. Or but technically, day. technically, yeah, like technically, if okay. it was like that, I know. But really, it'd be the opposite. But it'd be here. Just for example, like if I was to be at work, like it'd be in the PM, but it's daylight. I know it doesn't make sense, really. Yeah, Forget that's what I'm saying. saying. Yeah, don't worry about it. Time zones work anyway. Jimmy, I love you. You're not that smart. I love you though. <laughs> Thanks. Are uh, you saying I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but but I'm all right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> hey, buddy. Thanks, buddy. bro. I Thanks, appreciate bro. you, buddy. Bingo. You got huh? it. Huh? Nailed it in one. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy. You, you ain't the sharpest tool in the shed, but I appreciate you very much. Though. I love Look you, that, like a real Texan too. Like a real Texan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, I got my gun case right yeah. here. Or right, you right do. Here, right there. <laughs> I got my belt right there. When you showed me all that, man, I was like, God damn. <laughs> like, man, hey, look, I wish we, we could most still Texas fucking do I that. Most Texans have a really shitty small collection of guns. You, like, that's probably true. Probably I, true, look, but you had some fucking tip-top fucking guns there, bro. Look, because I've got I got one of each weapon system, you know, a pistol, a rifle, a shotgun. And a, yeah, and literally. A <laughs> yeah, and that's all I need. I, what else do I need? You know, and I, you know, if I'm going to get some, I'm going to get good ones. You know, ones that I know. I, I don't know. Why, why do some motherfuckers have it literally a fucking, like, how many guns? Like, they're that paranoid? 
No, it's not about paranoia. So, like, for example, I follow Demolition Ranch, which is a guy here in Texas. He has a gun range and all kinds of stuff. And he got, he's got he got a room full of guns. Yeah, right? but you've got at least different sorts of guns, though. And he I'm does, saying, too. Like, like, he's got a 50 okay. BMG. He's got 9 mil. And, he, and of course, some people like a 9 millimeter, but they want it in a Colt 45, you know, look. Right. So right. you can get Colt 45s in different calibers. Right. And that stuff. Some people like that style of gun. It's like with a Glock. Right. You can get a Glock at a nine, a 40, a nine, a 45 in different calibers. So some people get the different calibers to see what they like. And then, oh, well, then you can get a competition gun and then you can get a competition shotgun. And, um, oh, well, I don't I need a 410 for when I go hunting smaller birds because I don't want to blow them away with a, right. a, a 12 gauge. You know, and then you go, you go ten gauge, eight gauge. Like you could, you could take out big stuff with ten gauge and and eight gauge. You know, know, the the bigger the bro. The smaller gauge, the bigger the weapon, right? Yeah, right. And and the same with the different caliber of, like, so for me, deer hunting and some other stuff, I use a two forty three. That's got enough firepower to hit as I need to and take out the animals I need. Why? Because I'm a good shot and I know how to shoot my gun. Are you? Are you really good at? Look, every hmm, animal that like I've ever, uh, ever, when I've gone hunting, deer hunting, all dad hunting, or whatever hunting, one shot, one kill every time. It's funny, man, because back in the day, like guns became illegal here in '96, right? Mm-hmm. Because of the of the massacre that happened down here in Tasmania, actually. Right. Um, and um, but before that, like I had shot at quite a few guns. I've shot Glocks. I've even even a Newsy, bro. Like and rifles count. My uncle, my uncle used to have a shitload of guns. Mm. Uh, I remember being in the backyard of my grandma's house, dude, and <laughs> like he'd put a, a lemon like on the fence. And now that I think back to it, like what about the neighbors? But we're literally shooting like the lemon, dude. Like, and right. you know, would have holes. But I'm thinking how dangerous now that I think back on it. What about if someone was like in the backyard and like so in Texas, you, <laughs> can, fucking... you can you can legally shoot. Um, on your property without consideration uh, if you have 10 acres or more. Uh, if you have 10 acres yeah, or more. Was... Uh, but the, I'm just saying in Texas. Big, but... I, I'm just saying right, in Texas. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, without consideration. Obviously, too, like, you can you can have things and do things to shoot in a way to make it safe, even if you have less than 10 acres. Like, if, if you want to not get hassled at all and shoot your weapons how you want, you know, you build your range, you do whatever, and you have to right, right. more, and then you're not going to get hassled at all. But like for less than, you could still probably, if you live out and you have five acres, you could be fine. You just make sure you're shooting in a safe area, and I guarantee you, nobody's going to get bothered by anything super crazy. But well, you know, that's why they example, have guns ranges out here too. Even so. even with the gun laws now, like my friend, my friend D'Angelo, his name's Paul D'Angelo. Shout outs to him. Hey, he's, oh, hey, yeah. Paul, hey, yeah, how you doing? He's half, how you doing? He's half Greek, half Italian, funny enough, and can speak both languages fluently, bro. Like for oh. real. Like that's impressive. But um, but yeah, he's also he's got his own company called Tank Security. So he's allowed to have all sorts of guns, man. And that's where I got to sh- you know, and he's got his own shooting, not his own shooting range, literally downtown, bro, not at his house or anything. We can literally go and just and that's when I first you know fight a Glock. And an Uzi. I was like, damn. And this is after the gun laws. So, like, if you've got a license, you can get guns and whatnot. And he, a lot of people still hunt down here. Like, it's hunting season now. you just got to get a hunter's license. You know what I mean? So, but it's too much, too much hassle, though. you got to go through all sorts of hoops now 
just to fucking get guns. I think back to the days where I could go to my local Kmart, bro. There used to be guns everywhere. You could buy guns mm-hmm. at your local Kmart and like just everywhere. It's just amazing that people gave up their guns as quick as they did. Because a country like Australia, I would have thought they would have really wanted to hold on to their guns back then, back in 96. For whatever reason, dude, so many people gave up their guns because the government were doing a, a buyback. So you give up your gun, they'll give you money. And everyone went for it, dude. It's kind of shocking now that I think back mm. on it, man. Mm. They've done that a little bit here with Walmart and some other you know places. Oh, where... you guys, I'm sure that'd be like you could buy a gun everywhere. Like, no, um... no, Walmart. So, I mean, of course, depends on the store and where they're located and stuff. Walmart has removed uh, a lot of rifles and stuff. You can get some shotguns and some 22s and some other stuff, but you can't get. You wouldn't get semi autos there, but and shit, right? You used to, but you can't anymore. Like, you, you have to go to like Academy Sports you, and even Academy. Okay. Like, so I worked at Academy for a little bit and it was a sporting goods store, a national chain store. They pulled them for a little bit when there was a like a, a mass shooting or whatever. Um, but then you. Oh, so that's when they fucking decide to do that? Well, for temporarily, then, sort of thing. Temporarily, and then, but like you can go to Cabela's Sports and Dick Sporting Good. You can go to some places and get them still, and all that. So, uh, and then you can go to gun shops. Like we have gun shops. There's a place here. In oh Dallas yeah, we got gun shops too, man. Actually, yeah, there's one locally, not too far from here. Yeah, and you no, can, there's like, still go. gun shops around, but a lot of the me. fucking thugs rob them though, too, dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you you don't do that here in Texas. Like that's probably the last. <laughs> you got to get killed, literally. <laughs> like, yeah. like at Lone Star, you walk in and everybody has on a nice shirt and they have a they have a pistol on uh, their head. Like, hey man, like it ain't the, the fucking south for nothing. <laughs> look, you are the dumbest piece of shit if you're gonna walk into a gun store in Texas and try to rob it. Like you are. Oh no, they do this. They do this when it's not open, not when it's open, bro. Yeah. I'm sure, yeah. like any gun store, the owner would fucking have a something but, <laughs> like under I, the counter. I wouldn't that. even attempt it. I wouldn't even bother to attempt it. But let's let's do attempt to try to give this a grade because we now have hit three oh, yeah, hours. Shit. Holy All shit! All right. So, yeah, I know. I know. Fuck. It's my fault now. But C plus probably, dude. Maybe C minus. Actually, mm. maybe it's too too. Uh, yeah, a, you know what? Grade. C minus. Pick a grade. Pick a C minus. Pick a grade. And I won't All even right. get into why because <laughs> it's late. Oh wow! Uh, I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna go C, like a low C, not quite a C minus, but it's right. it's it's on it's right there. Um, because I feel like you got two good jumping off points with the LWO storyline and the damage control storyline. I feel like, and that's why have, it's a C. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's why. But a low C because like I, I, I liked the uh, Dragon Lee Cedric Alexander match. I thought this was a great match. I think everything else was kind of swimming the line a little bit. Um, I didn't like the LA Knight Grayson Lawler bit and all that, and then you t- pull into the Kevin Owens thing, which that made more sense than the than the um, Grayson Waller LA Knight bit. But what's he going to do? Take on two guys? Is that what we were going? That's only going to bury Waller and friggin. Well, no, um, that's that's where like Kevin Owens goes. Well, not I'm not going to stand by this, and he comes out and they have a right. tag match or something like because Kevin Owens is the one who had the issue with right, Grayson right. Waller and, and 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 all that, so. And if anything, um, if anything, it's one of those deals where, like, you 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 dropped L.A. Knight a little bit because you didn't have the Bunray respond at all in person like they should have, and then in turn, you didn't raise up L.A. Knight or, or Grayson Waller at all with this at all. Done so, nothing for either one of them. 
done nothing for either one of them. But one thing that we have done is entertained you for three hours plus. So, Jimmy, oh, okay. tell the wonderful people where they can find you on the nets of the Inter. <laughs> nice. Well, you can find me on the nets of the Inter at the X, at DJ Mass Effects, and also at the PWC Network. Like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com with five bucks only. Do you get the realest talk in wrestling, but the best? Also, I mean, mediagroup.popping.com and the PWC network.popping.com. And that's a wrap. That's a wrap. No, it's a euro. Come on. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's a euro, not it's a wrap. A, it's, it's a, a pita bread. <laughs> All right. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can always find me right here on the internet as Jay Reezy Min on Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And of course, Jack and Wright on Facebook. Uh, and if you need any help with any kind of mental health aspects, you can always reach me at john at freedomhousepc.org. And I will only talk free mental health aspects or mental health uh, resources or things you might need in your area. Other than that, we're not going to talk wrestling on that one. But if you want to talk wrestling or other kind of crazy random bullshit, right here, or if you want to go see my <laughs> random TikTok things that I do, um, right here um because it's right here um maybe if i make an only fans not, be... not down here <laughs> no if i make an only fans it'll be down here uh, <laughs> yeah yeah uh and right here it'll be right uh, here uh, and down here uh, <laughs> so because um, look daddy's got to make money jacob's graduating <laughs> daddy's got to make money <laughs> i got a 17 year old graduating uh... so Oh no, Look, man! You killing me. And this is this is part of the reason why I'm glad I didn't take that that wedding job because it's now one o'clock. <laughs> I could tell you were starting to rush. I could see it, man, because you're yeah. breezing through the sm SmackDown at one point. I'm like, okay, well, he's gonna I go mean, to the wedding. Well, I mean, because I've been looking at the time of our shows, and we progressively got longer the last couple weeks. We were at two twenty. Yeah, they have. Like strange, two forty-five, two fifty, and now we're at three hours. And I'm like, hell, it's two of us. God damn it. I know, I know, but how do we get longer when we when with this one list person? Because I'll never we, figure it we out. talk shit, and I let you chase rabbits all the fucking time. <laughs> we did go an hour and a half. Yeah, like, that was a record. That's a new one. Yeah, that's a we did we did that route. So that's that's true. But hopefully, you were all entertained. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Are you not entertained? As we finish the show, and ladies and gentlemen, as always, go and check out anything on Channel Attitude. Five dollars a month to go find anything you want from Vince Russo. Who I love, but sometimes has the dumbest takes. <laughs> by the way, Dallas Fort Worth is a five. This number five in a media market. So I'm shocked. Yeah. Still number five. Wow. Number five. So uh, when you come here, you make when you're you, when you are on a TV station here, you on a major market. Um, and so uh, you know, uh, but still, you have great opinions and everything from there, from Ben Hamid to Stevie Richards to uh, Vince Russo to. Uh, to Jimmy uh, T, Jimmy to John T, in, right? <laughs> to, to, to me uh, and everybody in between. That's on the, I'm not going to try to remember everybody because apparently I failed that miserably. A uh, big Ray, the vet, uh, of course. Those two, as always, who do great work on this, this channel as well. Oh, and no of course, doubt as, for sure. As Jimmy said on Hami Media Group, uh, I'm trying to get from to Triple D. I've not heard from him in a while. I may make still no. Uh, I still haven't heard from him. So I may just make start making the academies on my own or bringing people on or, or whatever. So Just do it, uh, dude. I, I know you're probably not confident, and I, neither am I. For me to do a show on my own, it's almost like I can't do it. I've never tried I it, but it. it just... But I if you're confident I, you can do it and you're cool with that, you, you, you're not going to get bored, 
Bowman's just go yeah, ahead and do it, I'm, dude. I'm talking Star Trek, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. But I like having the interaction. I like having the uh, person I, to talk I, back with and, and the feedback. The chat is great. Don't get me wrong. I love everybody. What have you been here? Because uh, y'all make it great too. Retro Rocket, uh, Ball, Lab Rat, Medium Five, Charles Adford, uh, Todd Brantley was in here earlier. Dark Side Caster. Um, I feel like the I'm hammer, gonna... Charles Alford. Oh, Aaron Bencello, the hammer, Charles Alford. Yes. Uh, Chris Rindland was in here earlier. Uh, and those of you, uh, oh, um, Jerome Hall is here. Uh, good to see. Uh, Ar- uh, what is that? Arzola, right? Arzola, right? Yep, Let's yep, yep. Um, in here as well. So, everybody, thanks for being here. And those of you who did not make an appearance in the chat but are watching, oh, Scott Woodsford, too, by the way. Oh, Scott, I thought I said Scott. Did I say Scott? Oh, Scott? I didn't think you said it. Well, I don't know, maybe yeah. you did, yeah. And uh, and if maybe you haven't participated in the chat but you have been watching thank you for being a part as well uh whether you're watching on facebook or, or youtube or any other place that you're you're watching this live thank you as well um i may have gotten us a new member a new a new person who's going to be watching uh, really yeah no yeah. <laughs> who's that who's the lucky person that gets to watch us every week now uh <laughs> we'll see is it a chick Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, we'll hey, look, G G Ball was uh, entertained, by the way. Good. I'm glad he was entertained uh, <laughs> as well. Uh, but yes, uh, we'll say, look, look, look. You know how it goes. Sometimes you talk to people, and then you make dates, and then they stand you up, and you never hear from them again. Which, yeah, that That's seems cool. to be my luck. The last few. That's not nice, man. Come on, really. Yeah. It is what it is. Well, yeah. they can eat a dick. Well, everyone has stood up, John, like that. But, Sorry, yeah, no, I'm doing it. If it gets you heat, still eat a dick. Uh, <laughs> or, or, or a thumb, if you know what I mean. Ask Ricochet. <laughs> no. Maybe they want that. Maybe they want the thumb. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, uh, so, you know, things might progress and then we might find out about more. But. I do know this. Look, I will. I'll, I'll break kayfabe on this. I did get a message <laughs> saying, no matter what, um, that uh, they will be they will be watching from now on. So, um, mm. yeah, the, 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 actual, the actual message is: if we never talk again or meet, I definitely watch your YouTube again. That's a lie. That's bullshit. Just saying. <laughs> look at look at Retro Rocket Review. Dicky, it is an anonymous podcast. Up next, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pal. No, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not that. <laughs> We're not the dick eaters, you know. No. We are the dicks, literally. Like everyone else eats look, it. Look, <laughs> look, I get it though too. Good I'm you, not Retro. Look, I'm not everybody's <laughs> cup of tea, and I can understand that. And I like if you're not prepared, like cool. Like I would appreciate you at least telling me you're not interested anymore, instead of just straight ghosting me and not hearing from you ever again. But that would you be know, nice. That would be nice. But I'm at the same point, like. Have I accidentally done that? Yes, I have because I wasn't prepared early. Uh, look, Brittany, you know we're Brittany, only human. You know right. my best friend Brittany. Like w- we dated for a minute and then we kind of ended, and I kind of ghosted you her did? a little bit. I yeah. thought so, dude. I thought you stayed. No shit, I wasn't sure, bro. I wanted to say something. I'm yeah. like, no, nah, I don't want to like, um, like just yeah. in case. Oh no, we're embarrassed, we're Brittany and like, you. Let's help him. I like, thought we, so. Like we dated for a little bit. Like it was really early after my divorce, and I really wasn't ready and prepared for dating. And like we met, Which and is then fair I just, enough. Like I didn't want to tell her, um, you know, that it was over, kind of thing. And I just I, I wasn't ready to handle it. Please. And so I just kind of <laughs> ghosted her a little bit. And I like I felt real shitty about it. And then later on, I was like, you should, hey. John. 
Oh, and I did, and I finally <laughs> apologized, and we were cool. Right, right. And then we've just been friends ever since. So you know, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been fun. So shout out B Lane. She just moved back to. Uh, she had to move. She moved away from Motherford and back to uh, another oh, place. Oh, really? She's getting a new job and fun stuff like that. So to make ends meet for the time being, what up, B Lane? Shout out, B Lane. Shout out, yeah. What up? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, look, it's time to go. It's time to look. Yeah, we're it's, it, it's it's Let's hit yeah. it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. And as always, we hope you're here next week because next week we're going to see as we handle the fallout this week from the crown jewel, we got all of our oil <laughs> money in. So, what are we going to do? Are we going to bathe in that oil? Are we going <laughs> to sit with it? Or are we going to send it out and make it more money for it? Who knows? Who knows what could happen? Where do we go from here with damage control? Where do we go from here with the LWO? Well, tune in next week, next Saturday, 10 a.m. here on the Jaime Media Group YouTube channel or on Channel Attitude if you can't watch us live and see what happens next. Because, again, remember, this is the show of the people, by the people, for the people. We are not wrestlers. We are not people who are in the business. We are schmucks who are outside giving our own opinions <laughs> just like you. And of course, your voice is heard on this show every time. Thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for this. Jimmy, as always, thank you for being here. Appreciate you. And until thank next you, week, brother. a peace. Oh, peace. Wait, Wrong button. Let me first, let me get, let me do this right. Let me do this right. Let's play the music. Ah. Play my music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're out. A peace.